0: Welcome to episode 127, part two of Geeksters.
1: I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. One, two, seven, yo. <laughs> so, welcome back. Yes. And let's see. Uh, anything new and exciting you haven't uh, Ed and I have been taking pick, quick peeks at uh, the Oscars. Oscars. And I got to say, I think I'm, I think I might be in the lead. Yeah. Just by a little. Yeah. Like one or two categories. <laughs> It could go south from here though <laughs> yeah. cuz you know that whole like hey i i do met, i got the the hard ones got the live action short yeah. and the live the the documentary <laughs> i'm like those two are usually the ones that
0: they're the toss ups you you yeah. could go any which direction cuz like i don't even know where you could see those like that's the thing like i was <laughs> yeah. is there a place you could go and see these yeah,
1: things yeah you could do the like art house films or sometimes if you look like usually what happens is when they announce the Oscars for like live animated short there's usually a website that you can go to kind of look at them Mm -hmm. now as far as the documentary goes you probably can find it online or maybe it's on Netflix at that time you know like something that usually documentaries and those short action things are usually done at film festivals Mm -hmm. I'm using air quotes (laughs) so you probably can use them usually find them online but most of the time it is like do you really like best foreign language film it was Ida from Poland. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be in Polish. Yeah. Just, so it's a movie you're going to read. I don't like reading movies. <laughs> Very rarely will I go, oh, let me read a movie. You know, like yeah. something I'm really interested in. You know, like, oh, look, they are speaking Klingon. What are they saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's like a small little snippet of
0: it, you know, yeah. you, you do watch, you do yeah. it. Yeah. You know.
1: Or like that whole opening sequence in Inglorious Bastards, mostly it's in German yeah. or French. German or, German or French, I don't know, either way. but That was in French, right. Okay, it, but it is a lot, like a good 20-minute scene of foreign language. Yes. And you're reading it, but it's the way Quentin Tarantino films it, it makes it so compelling. Yes. Like, you're on the edge of your seat cone. what's he saying? I don't
2: know, read.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I don't know, but it's scary.
2: What's he saying? <laughs> you know what I saw? Okay,
1: I got it. Like since I went to the movies this weekend, yeah. you know, like I said before, um, I go to Flicksters, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of get, and I, you know, when you look up the thing, they now in the captions like it's okay, it's the movie, and you go, okay, well, it's in it's in digital, um, it's in it's in digital production, but another thing was descriptive audio, which is you know for people who are blind, who okay. go to a movie, it's descriptive right. audio, you know, but here's the thing is, Fifty Shades of Grey had that option, <laughs> and I was sitting there kind of going. How weird would that, that has to be. Like, you sitting there listening to a person going, and he caresses her ass. (laughs) Like, he spanks her hard. Like, like is a person doing it in, like, a generic voice? Or is he trying to inflect some sort of a, like, oh, my God, they're on the edge of their seat. Like, do you have, like. (laughs) Or it's a monotone. Yeah. He is (laughs) caressing her ass. She walks in, and she's wearing a silken dress. Like, all the. All the scenes that don't have audio, yeah. like that don't have like two people speaking, like if there's an action scene or like the romance scene, oh, he has her, he pins her hands to the bedboard and ties her up and then proceeds to undress her slowly. Like, <laughs> I, I don't, like, now I'm like kind of curious. Like, I w- might have to watch the movie with the audio description just to see how they do it. You know? <sighs> oh,
2: geez. Hello, fire in the hole. What?
0: <laughs> Those who don't know, he farted
1: again. I wonder if there's like whoever's creating the drinking game. I wonder if that's part of the part of the rules. When Sean farts, take a drink. <laughs> or if Sean farts, the way you can actually hear it on mic, take a drink. <laughs> like, if Ed says Sean farted, Take a drink. Take a sip. Like, you know, it like a little sip. When you actually hear it, it's like, oh, my God, big gulp. <laughs> if someone complains about the smell, you know, that's an all. Everyone's got a drink. You know? <laughs> <sighs> uh.
2: Anyway, so sit
1: back in part two. Um, Ed and I, we discussed first thing we come out of the gate is what I consider to be the biggest news of the week. I know. Ed didn't. <laughs> no. It was the new look of Aquaman. All right uh for our opinions you'll just have to wait and see yeah wait and listen actually
0: <laughs> wait and see you know wait and see on radio yeah hey look a visual joke Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, you know, we talk aquaman we talk other casting news we mm. talk uh some tv you know movies yeah some genre.
0: reboots some remakes some yeah. new
1: movies coming out yeah you hear uh <laughs> the reboot of shaft <laughs> They're going a completely different way from it though, you know, wait till you hear it. <laughs> and then like I said, we finish off, you know, Ed and I finish off reading off our Oscar picks. Oh, our God. <laughs> and it is a hit. golf finally hit Ed. Everybody take a drink.
2: <laughs>
1: well, in the meantime, what we'll do is we'll take a break to let Ed compose himself. And, you know, see if uh play along at home when you're listening to this. See, who had the most Oscar picks? So, we'll see you in a bit, folks. You're listening to Geeks is live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. So, welcome back to the program. Fine fine program. So, Ed, what happened this week in the news?
0: Well, I guess the first one we have to talk about is the reveal of Aquaman. First image of Aquaman has reported on Facebook and, of course, the internet this week, and uh, it is already on our Facebook page to take a look at. So, uh, you big, you surprised by the the look?
1: Actually, yes, I am. Really? I <laughs> you sound like you're like really? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, okay. Uh, he looks badass. I'm not, okay. gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deny it. Okay. But he looks badass for Neymar. <laughs> he reminds me of the
0: the, the Dwarf King in uh, the uh, Hobbit uh, movies.
1: As you know, I went Rob Zombie.
0: You know, Rob Zombie, I heard that a few times, you know, right away, but then every time you see that face, you know, especially it, with the with the beard like or oh, Thorn
1: Oakenshield. Yes. Yes, he does. Now, here's another thing too. And when I say this, once you've seen it, it'll never be unseen. Okay, ready?
0: <laughs> Things you can't unseen.
1: Watch tattoo pattern on his shoulder. See it? Uh-huh. It looks like little hearts. <laughs> also on the armor, too. Yeah. I mean, I understand there's supposed to be scales, but it's designed in a way they look like little squared hearts. Yeah. So now, every time you see that pattern, you're going to think, oh, he's got, Aquaman's got little hearts on him. <laughs> I'm
0: going to think, Sean's a dick.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I am handing that out to the rest of the world now. Some people say, "Oh, he looks badass," and it goes to the Polynesian roots. I, I just want to throw out there that Atlantis was in Greece. Yes, it's a Greek thing. So Polynesian's got nothing really to do with it. Now I'm going to say, I'm not saying Jason Momoa doesn't look a little Greekish there. Yeah. Okay. Um. Like, <sighs> I, I, I don't like it. You don't like it? I mean, okay, yes. I think it looks badass, but here's the problem. I, again, looks like Rom Zombie. Uh, uh, again, it's if you had a piece of shit car, yeah, and you take it to um, Mako, uh, and they put a whole new paint, coat of paint on it, uh, and I'll make it look all shiny and it gets all decked out, and you still drive it off the lot, still a piece of shit, shit car wow. with a new paint job. <laughs> Okay, that to me is like what is kind of represented here. It's like okay, well, everyone knows Aquaman's gonna be coming to the movies. everyone knows that Aquaman's kind of like the joke of the d c universe right so what do we do to make him look badass? Well, the game injustice was good. everyone likes playing his character um the new fifty two that that flash uh, point paradox made um him look pretty cool, yeah, even though it was an alternate reality, but all right, whatever right. Um, the New 52 kind of tried to relaunch him as a badass, Mm -hmm. which is all fine and dandy, but in the end of the day, it's still Aquaman. Right. I mean, you know, oh my God, there's trouble in Kansas.
0: Fish out of water.
1: Yep. (laughs) Waka waka. I mean, you know, and of course everyone's like, unite the seven, oh, it must be the Justice League. No, it's the seven fucking seas. He's the king of the ocean. Yeah. So, if anybody were going to unite the seven, it's, you might as just. Well, but you're right, though. You might as just well call it the army of the five, the, the, the army, the war of the five armies. Right? Because he does look like Thor, and, and shield. Yes. I mean, so I, I get the whole like oh, make him look a badass. But again, also too, you never saw Game of Thrones. No. So he looks like he looks identical. There is no change between him and Drago from Game of Thrones, except now that he's underwater. Okay. I mean, if yeah, I'm going to... Well,
0: here's you, a big, you, you, here's you, a big you, thing that nobody else pointed out, too, which 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 was kind of odd. The fact that he's not wearing a shirt.
1: Well, it's because he covered him in tattoos. Right. So. But, the,
0: but the thing is, is that, like, the one of the things that he wanted to do... Oh, he, yeah. He, 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 didn't, he didn't want to be the shirtless guy that his, his kids would always remember right, he, in all these movies. So he decided to go into the, the, the direction of directing... You yeah, yeah. apparently didn't work out
1: because he's now Aquaman. <laughs> oh, well, okay, this is what I like because I kind of made that point when I was at work. We all like everyone's like, "Oh, it looks badass." I'm going, "Yes, he looks badass." I'm not going to deny that he looks like a hard ass.
3: Right.
1: I'm going to say that look is perfect for Namor because Namor is the is the. It looks like when if you go back to the first time you see Namor in the Marvel comic books with the Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. he looks like a homeless guy. Yeah, He's got the beard. He's got the scraggly hair. And then, it was, you know, Human Torch shaves him. And he goes, oh, my God, it's Namor from the 40s. You know, yeah. he looks like Namor when they first meet him. I can see that look for Prince Namor. you know, kicking ass in the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. I can't see him as Aquaman, though. Like, that's – people are going, I wish they did blonde, or at least sandy blonde, or, like, lighten up his hair.
0: What's, uh, one of the points I wanted to bring up of the show, Dave Sopan said, I still – I miss the orange shirt and green pants – Just like I missed the Superman red man panties.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
1: I mean, like I get it. You want to kind of update him, but this is so far off the reservation of any kind of like people going, oh, well, he looks like Aquaman in the fucking 90s. And I actually was I actually was started to look up a little research because everyone's going back to that time when Mm. Aquaman had the long hair and the beard and he lost his hand and stuff like that. Oh, how great that series run was. Guess what? The series got canceled not too long after they introduced that character, right? Because he hasn't been he hasn't had his own series in since the New Fifty Two, almost. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of like, yeah, great. Let's go back to a time where Batman looked, where Aquaman looked cool, but it was also time the last gasp of the nineties comic books, because it was during the nineties where everyone, everyone in the DC universe and most Marvel, I think, got that badass makeover. Yeah. Because of, again, I call out the Frank Miller treatment. They made Batman look like a badass in the late 80s. Mm-hmm. So then all of a sudden what happens? They kill off Superman. They keep bringing him back with long hair. Yeah. He has a little bit more of an attitude. Right. Um, Aquaman gets long hair, beard, becomes a man by cutting off his own hand and gets huh. the little trident hook, you know, for, you know, for an arm. Um, everyone kind of got this more hard edge gritty. Well, like... they were,
0: they were going to do a wonder woman where she was going to have like a mohawk. Right. You know, like tattooed it up, you know, kind of like a, like a, a, a super Amazon w- warrior type of thing. And it just didn't work out.
1: Yeah. Uh, it, it didn't like I'm, um, right now I'm going through Google. I'm going through Jason Momoa's pictures. This is what he looked like in, um, game of Thrones. Yeah. It's fucking Aquaman with eyeliner. Yeah. You know, and tattoos. Oh, here he is in Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> you know, well, the beard. no beard, but still looks like Aquaman. Yeah. Like, you're not going out of the realm of... Jason Mama. Exactly. Yeah. He is, a at this point now, a one-note character. He is the Schwarzenegger for the 21st century. All right. He can't change his look. You can throw a suit on him, but even when we saw him in that movie, um, uh, what do you call it? A bullet to the head. Mm. He played the bad guy. Mm. He still looked like Jason Momin. there There is no I mean, I know he, he, he's short look, his hair, yeah. I'm not gonna say he's like not, not a handsome looking guy. And here he is in that Stargate Atlantis.
0: Yeah. With the, the dreadlocks
1: dreadlock. Oh my god, look. Yeah. It is literally right out of that and then and like you said, here's a guy who walked away from being Drax, uh, you know, from the Guardians of the Galaxy because he didn't want to be, he said. I actually made it a quote where I did this. You know, I, I played the the shirtless guy for four years on C. Uh, CSI Stargate Atlantis, mm. and I want to. You, have, you want to grow as an as an actor? Yeah, you grown right back to being a shirtless guy from Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, your integrity made you lose the role of a lifetime with ex- I honestly do think he was like, oh, I'm going to be in a shirt. I don't want to be that guy in that movie because it's been done before. I've done it before. Big deal. Then all of a sudden, he got, he got a phone call. Uh, yeah, Jason, it's your agent. You do. I figure you know what? I let you have your creative freedom as far as, you know, not wanting to do the Guardians of the Galaxy, even though it was a perfect role for you. You wanted to do that Road to Pop and You wanted to direct. I got it. Creative differences. Guess what? Road to pop home is not writing, caching. It's not putting food on your table. Mm. And by the way, Guardians of Galaxy was the biggest hit of 2014. You're now Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Listen to me.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm the guy that's helping you. Keep your cl- keep your children in clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guy helping you because Lisa Bonet, your wife, hasn't done shit since the Cosby Show. I'm sorry, since A Different World. <laughs> you know, Angel Heart kind of killed her career. <laughs> uh. So you know what? I'm glad she's not putting food on the table. to Paloma didn't either. You're you know, you're okay. Everyone loved your character, Game of Thrones. You died in first season. So we need to get you noticeable again <laughs> here you are we're gonna tat you up we're gonna throw it you know we're gonna put some chain mail on you and again now i think it's what i think is funny is how there's this big uproar about costumes and women mm-hmm. about how little clothes are being shown on women how is that effective armor
3: mm-hmm.
1: there's jason moma shirtless with a shoulder pad and gauntlets, mm-hmm. no other armor. No one's saying anything. It's okay because you know it's Chase Momoa. He's right. a built. He's he's you know a very handsome built man. So everyone turns a blind eye to the body shaming that could be occurred by fat people. Like, hey, you want to be you know look? I, no, no, seriously, you're chuckling because I'm going. You know what? There is a re- <laughs> we should be outraged. There is a, a somewhat of a reverse discrimination, in my opinion, is like you're told. You know,
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Now I got an image of you being Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, uh, uh. Look at me, I'm
1: Aquaman.
3: Cover that up.
1: <laughs> Here's another problem. Is, dude, somebody, somebody wrote this as a description, and I thought it summed it up perfectly. Look at the picture. Uh-huh. He, and this person typed, and this is a quote because I remember because it, it was so brilliant. He looks like one of those smelly, grungy kids from the 90s. <laughs> 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 yeah <laughs> Yeah. I mean the muted colors, the the, the grimy looking the the It's
0: got like this white crap in his hair, like it's like a bird shitting in his head. Right.
1: It's I guess the highlights, the bl- yeah. you know, I don't know. It's that is
0: just... horrible. I'm sorry, I don't I don't like it. I just don't like it. Look, no, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not... I'm not seeing like, you know, I want the orange and green pants, and I want the blonde-haired, you know, blue-eyed, Aryan raised
1: Aquaman. <laughs> you know, like, I, no. I, like, it's just, I like... I definitely see, like, shaggy, blonde, d- real dirty blonde, clean-shaven,
2: like, shaggy, kind of looking, kind of... <laughs> hey, Scoob! It's me, Aquaman! <laughs> hey, Batman! <laughs> I'm king of the seven seas! Jinkies! <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, Scoob.
1: <laughs> no, but what I mean is, like, I know that they're trying to butch him up. Butch him up. And, I mean, you don't have to butch up Jason Momoa. He's a big, strapping it young really man. Doesn't really take much. <laughs> no, but, I, and, but there's somebody out there. And, like, of course, they talk to the, um, I guess, the person who designed that look. And, of course, they're very proud of their work. Right. Because it's going to be on someone okay that. And sometimes I think there should be a guy at every meeting, because I would have been like, oh, so Rob Zombie's coming out with a new album. <laughs> That's great. It's a great look. He designed that. That How's that Aquaman? Yeah. Um. Okay, you guys didn't do the orange shield, but that, that tattoo pattern on the armor and his shoulder looks like little hearts. It looks like something Mario would be collecting in Super Mario Brothers. <laughs>
0: <coughs> I'm, not, I'm like, is it? I guess it's supposed to be scales. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm assuming. It's supposed but, uh, to be because if
1: you look on the other shoulder, it's the same pattern on the, the armor, shoulder piece yeah. on the armor. It's supposed to be scales, but in order to make it look more yeah, like but scales, see, that's the
0: thing like like you got this pattern on his pec <laughs> on his right petal, well that's, that's or left petal because I'm looking at the reverse. That's got like a different design to it. So it's like well,
1: that's because it's the tri- now it becomes sort It's part tribal pattern too on his chest. Like I'm sure they're gonna have like some sort of. Um, like there's a meaning behind everything you see there, you know. It's not a lie. Like, like the also too, if you that pattern that's right by the peck, mm-hmm. it's also on both sides. You know, like uh, okay, you, you, yeah, okay, you gotta yeah, look yeah, really because his hand it, yeah. is on the other side. Here's the right. thing: that pattern. If you look at pictures of Jason Momoa, he actually has that tattoo on his forearm. Ah, oh. so they incorporated his original. It's like we call it. The Rock has all that. Tattoo on his peck and shoulder. Yeah. It's, you know, the heritage, you know, the Samoan kind of look to it. Yeah. So what they did was they incorporate that into the overall look of Aquaman, but also throw that, you know, that scale pattern yeah. on her. But unfortunately to me, it looks like little hearts. It does – it looks like 8-bit hearts p- pattern on him. Yeah. Outside of the the, triangle, the triangular tribal pattern. Yeah. I, I'm just like I, – I don't know what that – Looks like at first I thought it was like a smudge in the thing because there's if you look down the shoulder you have heart pattern heart pattern heart pattern a big black blotch yeah and then more heart pattern I've, obviously that's supposed to be another tattoo but what of or is it just part of the tribal pattern why have it there and not down the entire arm
3: right
1: you know I like look I'm not a production designer so I can't I'm not a costume designer so I can't say what the th- like I'm sure when the and he's only going to be in the movie for like two minutes from what I understand. You know, Listen,
0: I, I know what I like, and I don't like this. Is what basically it, I think is uh, I could sum this up. It's like I mean,
1: at least like the belt buckle. Like when you start looking at it, you can kind of see the Aquaman logo on that belt buckle buckle under the seven. Oh, uh, okay. You know, like okay, I, I get it. He's you know, I'm just not feeling it for Aquaman. No. That's the problem. I mean, some people like it, some people don't. I people go, oh, well, he looks badass, and I'm like, I'm not denying that he doesn't look badass, but. That's a character that appears in the Marvel Cinematic Universe to fight Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> he's Namer. He's, he's, you know, part of the Brotherhood of Evil kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not inspired by him as a leader of my people. Right. You know, I mean, I'm saying, he, and again, he doesn't have the blonde hair, blue eye, Aryan race, Aquaman, but splash a little more color in it. That's the problem with the DC, Marvel, the DC Universe. Right. Excuse me. The tones are so muted. Like even that's like they someone did kind of manipulate or take away the filter, and it is more the armor is more yellowish
0: okay, because I could do see like a, a a tinge of color in in the forearm uh, right of his uh, gauntlet
1: so I mean it like i said it's not a it's a, not a horrible look it 's a great look, not a great look for Aquaman
2: no no,
1: I just uh you know I mean unless they plan on i okay now this is me just being like hoping fanboy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He, that's what he looks like now. Like when he starts to have to interact with the rest of humanity, maybe he gets a haircut. Maybe he makes a shave. Maybe he has to realize that now his... his... Gets a suit, gets a job. Yeah. Gets a, yeah. Car, yeah. In a car in a car a house. It's, it's not... He doesn't look like a hobo. <laughs> I mean, that is a guy that you see panhandling on a corner. Yeah, no, I
0: want to give him like five bucks or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you I
1: give him five can, bucks. Give because, him a sandwich. Or he's... Because he's sitting there talking to himself. I'm the king of the sea. Or he's <laughs> he's... Sitting there talking <laughs> to the fish, you know, that's the two minute scene. Yeah, that's a two. Minute... I don't care how to see it. It's it's that moment. Like I said, if they do that scene, Bruce Wayne throws him like twenty bucks. Yeah, oh, and he's yeah. like he's like on the plane, like which basically what happened in Prince Namor in that Fantastic Four. He was a homeless guy, yeah. and they if they saw him, and he's like, we kind of look familiar. Shave him down and stuff like that. Oh my god, it's Prince Namor! Like, and you throw him in the water, and he remembers who he is. Here he looks like a guy that you're gonna see on a street corner panhandling for money, talking to some to somebody. Yeah, you know, like huh. I'm Who not are you talking to my fish. Yeah, I'm talking to this lobster here. <laughs> Can't you see we're talking?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, okay, I saw Throne of Atlantis, and I yeah, he was. I wouldn't say he was a badass. Like, mm. he I'm gonna I'm gonna put it this way: he has mommy issues. You know, he was abandoned as a kid by his mother because she was part fish. You know. <laughs> And then when he finally gets a chance to meet her, she gets – loots according to the, the Throne of Atlantis storyline. Yeah. But for the most part, I don't think Arthur Curry knew who his parent, his mother was at least. Yeah. So, yeah, he's going to have mommy issues just like Bruce Wayne has parent issues. Right. You know, that's why Superman has daddy issues. You know, all those DC Marvel – those DC, like uh, characters have some sort of Freudian flaw to them. To me, Aquaman's is, you know, I have mommy issues. Mm. I'm no I'm king of the sea (laughs) mommy always liked me better you know I Uh. mean if done right if they play him more like it when he because you know he's gonna get his own movie yeah and it's gonna be one of those like how are they gonna play it honestly I think in order to sell a decent Aquaman movie Mm. you're gonna have to do it almost like Hamlet you know, because it is very Hamlet Shakespearean—the whole brother getting jealous of the younger, the old, younger brother jealous of the older. Right. Like, but prob- the problem is, is that someone go, "Yeah, you mean like Thor and uh, Loki? <laughs> Loki being kind of jealous of Thor and want the crown for himself?" And yeah, well, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> you know, the, when you start breaking down the similarities in the storyline, you go, "Oh my god, comics just rip off each other all the time." Yeah. Because, I mean, uh, we – because there was a moment where we talked about Aquaman. Namor came first, mm. and then Aquaman came, you know. Right. So, it's like, okay, well, th- to me, Aquaman's always DC's version of Namor. Right. And now, here is one of those things where now let's make him look like Namor, so now Marvel can't do it. You know, Marvel now, if they won't ever bring Namor into, into the, the Marvel Universe – They got to figure out a way to do it, you know, Mm -hmm. instead of giving him that hard edge look, which, you know, they probably Marvel wouldn't do anyway. They probably would give him the the green speedo with the fin, the the wings on his ankles, right? Because they can pull it off. Fuck. They pulled off a talking raccoon. Like, you know, this is something that they're to me kind of I saw people posting like this is shows how how DC is afraid to have any fun with their characters. You can pull off the orange and green jumpsuit. You can. Mm. It doesn't have to be popping orange and popping green. You yeah. can have those colors muted, but at least – or at least, you know, give his shirt like a more chainmail appearance, like an orangey kind of chainmail yeah. that, you know, when you, it hits the sun, right, it looks orange with scales. Well, the
0: thing is too is the
1: fact is it's like, like – like,
0: I think when, when – I, I mean I don't know this for sure, but I mean I think when Aquaman was created it was the fact is like if you look a lot of fish, they're very colorful – creatures i mean yeah. you know you go to aquarium that's what you're looking at you're looking at color going by your head like that's right. basically it so aquaman's orange and green I mean, it's like the most colorful colors you can get you know like i think <laughs> so for that it's like yeah you know what and they could pull it off and it's like right you could they can mute the green a little bit to it like a like a seaweed yeah. green type of style and then they could have done like a, a coral shell uh, uh, look oh, with, look with the, the scaling and the like pearlescent kind. Yes, and then, kind of yes. Color. And then yeah. you could have to do like an orange, and then you could have done like a almost like a like a like you said like a like if the light hits it right, it changes to like an orangey color or it goes to a gold or, color. Or
1: here's an example: some fish, their colors pop when they're in sea. Yeah. So like when he's maybe when he's walking around Earth, you know, when he works wa- standard like grayish- it looks like a grayish thing, but once he dives in that water, that's where the colors, the colors pop, pop out because out, right. because you would figure. The color... I mean, somebody right now is going, well, if you think realistically, which is what DC does, color starts getting muted the deeper you go into the ocean. Okay, I get that. But it's also a comic book movie. Yeah. Like, stop trying to... Like, like even when Marvel... Kind of dictates away from the well. That's the thing, though. Pattern. I mean, like you're like yeah, like yeah. It's it's like the real
0: the realism, you know, of, of him being in the ocean. It's gonna be darker. He's a fucking guy who could survive in the water.
1: Like that's not real at all. Like there's no realism to that at all. Right. So let's try to have fun with it. Like you know, obviously, I'm, I would be surprised if they throw gills on him for some reason. Yeah. Like. To try to go, well, he's from Atlantis, you know? He's learned to live down there. Or maybe there's, like, the pocket of air, like, uh, what do you call it, the, the people in Naboo? You know? <laughs> uh, what do you call it, where Jar Jar Binks lives? Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, somebody goes into this big, giant bubble, and there's land. <laughs> <laughs> dry land at that. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, it, it doesn't appeal to me. Like, a lot of people, like I said, people are loving the look, you know? And I, like,
0: have, I have to see it in action. That's the thing. That's, like, like like is is... is if, am I going to see Aquaman and be the, the king of the seas and this performance that he's going to give as Aquaman and go? It's it's fucking it's Oaken Shield and you know in water. See, yeah, you here's, know, here's the problem. Or Rob Zombie in water. You know.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it like this. I, I mean, I like Jason Momoa as an actor, but his range isn't great. I mean, he kind of like when you see him when you saw him in Game of Thrones. He was very. Monotone, very like business oriented, because he's supposed to be the leader of his people. Again, leader of his people, shirtless, you know. Um, as Conan the Barbarian, like I'm just kind of like. <laughs> well, now you. Went, and then I heard you fart. <laughs> no, I didn't fart. That wasn't you. No, that wasn't me. I, that was my chair, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else here. <laughs> it's the ghost of farts from past. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, like. He, his range of acting isn't great. Again, very Schwarzenegger for the 21st century. Yes. And that's not a slam. I mean, Schwarzenegger made a career off of that look and that attitude. Right. Jason Momus for some reason, can't because I think he's stuck between that I'm a good-looking, muscular guy who can do action movies, but deep down inside I really want to direct. Yeah. You know, it's like he hasn't come to terms with that, you know what, he has a Reality. look. He has a look and... Bankability on his style and work have that work for your advantage, <laughs> and that way you can do those side projects because let's, you're let's, making blockbuster after blockbuster. So
0: let's just put it out there, Jason. You're a great actor, but you're either going to be thug number two, well, yeah, you, leader of a a people of a you know uh, mythological race, or you know that, that's basically
1: you're either going to be the heavy or you're going to be the, the the you are Schwarzenegger. That's basically yeah. what I put it, which isn't a bad thing. Like Schwarzenegger fucking became governor of California. Yeah. Like uh, you could be you could be president because you were actually born, I think, in America. Yeah. You know, so you could, could be actually, yeah. you could be the first muscle bound president president of all time. I mean, you know, like
0: all right. You know what? Let's let's move on. I'm tired of You're talking. Tired about of talking about it. It? I don't really want to talk about this at all. Like, really, I can't yeah.
1: believe that you did not want to talk about. This is the biggest. I, I, I,
0: as my rant of like two weeks ago, like that, I was serious. I wasn't like being funny. Like I was serious. I'm tired of DC bringing the shit to the table and go fucking impress me. Bring me the movie and let's see. And, and, because and, it's all that's what it's going to be. You could go, everybody's going to put this high pedestal, and doesn't matter how Batflack does. Or how the fight's <laughs> going to be between the two of them. Nobody's going to fucking care <clears throat> because it's just like, that was it? Like, that's that's the that's the feeling you're going to get. You're not going to be like, I told you so. You're That's going to be part of it. Like, I told you so that bad Affleck was going to be great or he's going to suck. It's going to be like, that was it? That was the
1: fucking, like, what I waited for I, for two fucking years? I, I completely understand, but I see, I look at it as our responsibility to our audience that this is the biggest news of the week. Everything else kind of sidelines as far as... I didn't think it was that big. Uh, see, really that's didn't.
0: because personal, personal bias
1: got involved into.
0: was a picture of Aquaman. It's like if, I, if they showed if they showed Batman in a picture. Well, come on, they had pictures. I, w- I wouldn't have showed
1: they it. They had pictures of Affleck, and the internet blew up too. Yeah, you know. Well, that was or see, the pictures of Gal Gadot. Everyone, put, you know, it's it's this is the biggest thing to happen to DC
2: since. Yeah, but you know what, Christopher Let's, Reeve.
0: Two, when, last week when we we did the podcast, we were talking about Spider Man. You know how much the, the Facebook, like every other post was about Spider-Man going to yeah, the Marvel I Universe. completely And it understand. was like boom, boom, boom. And it was like other stories that were on top of this, you know, like, what about this center six, six movie? Or what about this? or What about that? Or what is, is he going to be there for good or, or, you know, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. How much did it cost? <laughs> you know, like, like, it's like, like all these questions came out and you're like, ah, that's, that's awesome. And you're like, we reported every bit of it. And then all of a sudden you're like, here's Aquaman, his picture. Big fucking deal. Like you I, know, I, I completely understand. So I'm like, you know what? All right, you know what? I'll 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 start off with with well, I'll I will give it because th- you're right. You were right. I'm not I'm not disagree <laughs> with you. You are correct that he should get his moment in the sun. He should get his. his fucking, he already got too much fucking time on our show <laughs> for, for your, this.
1: For your, for your. I look at it this way: we have an audience. That audience is pretty big, and
0: and yeah, no, I. And I, that I,
1: audience I, usually can turn to me for not giving a fuck about things.
3: Right.
1: However. And same with you. However, that they do would like to hear our opinion of how we don't give a fuck.
0: Okay.
1: You know, so that way, like, we could have completely glossed, never even mentioned the Aquaman look. And thought, someone would be. I, I thought so, posting
0: on our Facebook page was, was good enough. Well, no,
1: posting it and going, well, I want to hear what Ed has to say about it. What's Ed's opinion on it? Yeah, Sean posted it, but I'm sure there's got to be some comment, like, what vision, like, like, this guy, because it's a geek show. This is a big moment in geek history. Aquaman. Is getting a live action representation of him on screen—that's kind of a big deal, right. and, it, it, and it deserves its place in the pantheon of newsworthy information. And again, but I, and again, I—I I saw the picture. I'm like, okay, meh. I made a couple comments. I mean, I—I I, I kind of—I think pissed a lot of people off on Facebook because every time I saw people going, "Oh, we'll make jokes about him now, you fuckers," and I'm always going, "Rob Zombie called. He wants to looks back. <laughs> yep, jokes are still there." <laughs> You know, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you people are like, "Oh, he looks badass." Marvel universe is going to be yeah, fucked Rob, now. Rob Zombie does look badass. I'm like, yeah, all right, sure. I mean, I'm like, oh, doesn't look badass, and I'm, you know, you can't make jokes now, and I'm like, no, no, you're absolutely right. And I literally, okay, he looks taller. I even, I, I never made that association. I was like, no, oh my god, you're right. I can't believe that Marvel's fine the side to bring uh, Submariner to the big screen, like. <laughs> yep jokes are still there fucker like <laughs> just because i see that picture doesn't make me go oh you know and then someone actually said oh you know what dude stop dating yourself you're only saying aquaman sucks because i because it's, it's hip to be that way stop dating yourself and i was like um
0: stop dating yourself
1: yeah like you know like stop showing because it's so old that the jokes of aquaman are so old and i was like no no like first of all you don't understand i, I, I responded to because usually i'm like and it wasn't on our site it was on another page and <laughs> Like, dude, you don't understand. I never liked Aquaman. I'm um, middle-aged. Didn't like him. I even tried reading the New 52 stuff. Couldn't get him. Besides, I don't see myself dated. I'd see myself more as retro. You know? <laughs> I was like, it's it's hating on Aquaman. Oh,
0: oh, oh, oh. Okay, never mind. Well,
1: you thought dating, you thought like dating? <laughs> yourself. Wow, like, like, dude, like, man. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I'm I'm co-hosting a show with an old man. <laughs> like, ha, ha, ha. Dating
2: yourself?
0: What? I thought it was like, you know, like you're going out with yourself. No, like, like you you know, dating you're dating yourself by like, saying, oh, oh well.
1: because hating Aquaman is so 10 years ago or so five years ago.
0: Let me, but, let me, well, okay, let, 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 me, let me, let me paint, I think, I think a picture. But you could disagree with this if good. you want. All right. But back in the late '70s, early '80s, when the Super Friends were on, we watched it. We were watched as kids, and we thought Aquaman was our okay guy.
2: I never liked him. I, you know, <laughs> I wasn't like,
0: oh, I, I want to be Aquaman. We played, you know, in, in the schoolyard when you played Super Friends. You know, you don't want to play Aquaman. You know, <laughs> like that was the that was kind of like, like, because it's like you you have to do a sea adventure. We don't have any water in the playground. You know, blah, 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 whatever. You know, kind of you made up a
1: story. He also had his own cartoon for a little Aquaman and Aqualad. Yeah, yeah, I didn't watch they it. all did? Yeah. Didn't watch that either. Go
0: ahead. (laughs) All right, but the thing is, is that as time goes on, and then the comedians started picking on him, you go, you know what? They're right. You know whether whether it's supposed to be made in jest of this character, you go, yeah, you're right because it's just like if there was a lot, not a lot of sea adventures. It's not like you know, like this is a a heavy Aquaman centric episode that you know you're going to need them. It's just like you might as well not have the character at all. Right, in he, those shows, he's until part. He's have,
1: part of the team, and yeah. we get that. But as like as George Collin calls it, once you each reach the age of reason, you start kind of realizing, going, "Well, why Aquaman's not really needed in the in the group? Yeah. I mean, what does he do unless it involves something underwatery. Even when he, you know, even those, there's nothing really there. But I don't really like. I never read the comic book as a kid because I didn't had no interest in Aquaman. I read some Aquaman stories, you know, when he was involved in the Justice League. You know, like, okay, fine. Like Someone says, oh, well, you know, he did beat the shit out of Superman one time. Okay, that's, that's great. He got a punch and so did Batman. Like, right. like he's not a, Stop trying to make him a better ass than you want him to be. Like, on paper, he's a meh character. Yeah, he's, It's good if you're going to take the serious... If you're going to take a serious Shakespearean, he'd be good with like a weekly drama. Mm-hmm. Not with superheroes involved, which and some are like some are well, like. Okay, that.
0: That, that brings up that brings up an interesting point because DC has been quite successful in a lot of their shows. Well, I'm going only mention the two, of course, Flash and and, and uh, Arrow are the right. two top shows I think for DC. I mean, there's right. Well, others Const-
1: constantly got canceled, and, yeah, yeah,
0: and Gotham, blah blah blah, whatever. Yeah, well, yeah. but anyway, then they're coming out with more that they're trying. Right. but could you see an Aquaman show? Now, here's the thing. Let's let's paint the picture of it. Instead of just going, you know, because okay. you're you're thinking, you know, it's going to be, you know, uh, a town or whatever, and there's going to be a sea and the blah blah blah. Well,
1: uh, do you, you remember watching the, the the unaired pilot for Aquaman? Yes, with the yeah, guy you from know, Smallville, yes. the guy who played Oliver Queen. Yeah. yeah. So like that, that. He was wearing on Let's change
0: the let's change the picture a little bit. <gasps> let's, instead let's... of instead of above world situations, it's in Atlantis. It's it's actually an undersea dramatic. Almost like a Shakespearean type of show. Okay. Would you think that'd be worth watching?
1: Um, Probably not, because when you have a superhero, you want to see action.
0: Okay. Well, I'm, I'm saying I don't there'll, know, I'm just, there'll be I'm... some action to it, but it's more I mean, of like you're going to have, like, Othello in it, and you're going to have, like, you know, like... A... Well, he,
1: like I said, Aquaman plays perfectly out as, as, as Hamlet. Mm-hmm. You have a parental unit who gets murdered, you know, by another family member. You have, like, that whole... You know,
0: it's gonna be. A, I mean, say it's gonna be a long list of tragedies for this yeah. show. There's gonna be an action adventure because there's also gonna be invading kingdoms. Like they could create right, from, or, or you know. his
1: brother Orm is trying yeah. to you know
0: overtake him for the throne. Yeah, and so on. I mean, uh, knowing it's Aquaman,
1: I would give it a shot. Like I said, I would watch it, but it would need to be like really good storyline. I probably wouldn't be like, did you watch Aquaman? It's and, awesome. And
0: that's and there's the problem. Here's another problem too. But the problem is, is that Aquaman as a character has an uphill climb. He yeah. has to be the most impressive character design ever. He looks it, you know. And he, they gave him this look, and it's just like, all right. But now you, now Jason Momoa, you've got a big job to do now, a huge yeah. job. You've got to take all the naysayers, all the people that made fun of Aquaman, or go meh. To take those people and go, oh my god, I'm a fucking Aquaman fan.
1: You have to pull a Heath Ledger.
0: Exactly.
1: Here's another problem too with that look. So he's got to die after this. <laughs> <the funny laughs> no, the movie. no, I mean you got to blow everybody else out of the water by going, oh my god, I can't believe that they actually made Aquaman a badass. Like you can make him look like a badass, but now you have to make him be one. Right. Here's another problem that I, it occurs to me too. It's kind of a hard look to sell for kids for Halloween.
0: I've just pictured little kids come up the door looking like that. I,
1: I'm just saying it's it's hard. Because, oh my god! Okay, now like in our area, usually around the end of October, yeah. it starts getting a little cold. Yeah. So I can't see like a skinny little kid dressed like that knocking on my door, going trick or treat. I don't think that it has a marketable look to sell toys and happy meals. Hmm. You know, like that's the problem. I think mm. that that. And I'll, again, I, I could be wrong. I mean, like obviously someone will buy a statue of Jason Moma looking like Aquaman. But will a, f- a 10-year-old boy buy that action figure? Will a 10-year-old girl like there'll be a there'll be a
0: my it'll be a small it'll be that will be the one you go to toys or Us or target or whatever.
1: that's they, the one you buy because
2: you know it's gonna be like a one run <laughs>
0: like a one, it's either going to be a limited run that it's going to be hard to get or that's the action figure you everyone see. gets like no let's go like like, like 40 like racks of this aquaman figure yeah. there's gonna be like one batman and somebody's like running grab that one and right run off with it he'll
1: either be the rarest find or the one you get shoved down your throat with so you I, listen
0: DC, make it a rare one.
1: <laughs> I just don't see like I find it like as hard cuz yes, you know, you want you got to find that audience because some people aren't going to read the comic book. Some people don't know Aquaman from the comic books. You know, they don't mm-hmm. know there's somebody out there going who the fucks Aquaman. Why? Right. So you have to kind of in this movie, you have to introduce him as a character and say like to be able to make somebody go, "Fuck, I'm going to buy that comic book." Or, "Oh my god, he's a badass. I want to buy that toy." or i want to or some kid i want to be him for halloween mm-hmm. like forget superman forget batman little girls are going to go you know what i'm going to cosplay as female aquaman like you're like that that look now has gotten to a point where you're going to see at comic book conventions muscle-bound morons yeah wearing dressed that. up with that armor yeah. because they think they're going to get laid by it right You know, you're going to get that whole dirty, I mean, there are muscle-bound guys out there who do the classic Superman, Batman, who have the figures. There's one guy who does Kratos, which is awesome, by the way. You know, so there are muscle-bound guys that look great, but there's going to be a collective people who aren't, who who are going to see that and go, I can pull that look off, Mm. and not. I just just see, like, I don't know, the look to me doesn't scream toy-friendly. No, it doesn't. You know, and that's hard because let's face it: the big money's in marketing, the big money's in those trash keys. You want that kid to have that? Name a kid's going to want an Aquaman lunchbox, <laughs> like you know, with big scary Jason Momoa on it's, it. It's, it's,
0: thing, it's really hard for me to see that, just because of the history of Aquaman, and yeah, where, where, where we've seen him and and grown with him, and going, he's got an uphill climb because you everybody knows that you want to be a Batman or a Superman. You know, one, yeah. you know, and so you're, Green Lantern, like people would rather be Green Lantern than, than to be You Aquaman. are
1: stuck and uh, being Aquaman in a super world, a Superman Batman world. Yes. Yeah. You're, you're third tier at best. Now, some people are going, fuck you. Aquaman's awesome. You know what? That's fine. You're entitled to your opinion, but you are probably more on the minority than you are on the majority as far as Aquaman fans.
0: That's the thing. I got I to gotta actually see the, the Thrones of Atlantis, that the DC movie that they released at the uh, end. The I saw series. it. It was all right. But the thing is I always love to watch because we used to watch the after the the behind the scenes right. stuff and all these comic book creators because of how they talk so eloquently. and They, you, they
1: you, didn't have that for this one. They didn't. No, because I have the like, – yeah, because when you watch like Red under the reddit whenever it comes to Batman, it's yeah. like, oh, here's the whole psychological. Like they talk about making this movie. They didn't have a lot of behind the scenes stuff about Aquaman. Like, I think they kind of talked about him a little bit. Because they did with the the Flashpoint Paradox. They talked about Flash. And right. You know,
0: and, and you really got delved into a story. And you, you did, there. there's some things that they tell you. And you're like, like wow, like, that's mind-blowing. That's so interesting. Yeah, now we would know, have to
1: go home and look at the DVD, the Blu-ray. Because I don't think they did kind of like an Aquaman retrospect to kind of give the history of who Aquaman yeah. is. Like, why this story? That
0: would be fascinating to me to see how well, you know, like... Apparently they either there was not that much. I kept saying like I'm not, I think they were I'm not trying from, to be a dick, but I'm saying there is probably no love for Aquaman in the DC world. You know, and behind the writers and stuff, they're like, yeah, I had to work on him because you know, nobody else would.
1: Well, I mean, Jeff Jones, Jeff johns he helped relaunch the Aquaman for the New Fifty Two, and he wanted to make Aquaman Aquaman cool, and and he did a little bit. He did kind of make him pun intended a fish out of water story. Mm. You know, then here's a guy who's who walk in the earth basically he's homeless, not homeless but he's an orphan now cuz his father died never knew his mom. Mm. And all of a sudden you find out that you're, you know, you're the ruler of these people and you're going to be either accepted or not accepted. And then all of a sudden bam, you you have two worlds to kind of you're a man with no kingdom. Right. You're the leader of a people who don't really follow you because you're not purebred Atlantean and then you have the the human world, which doesn't accept you because you're different than... Like, you are, no matter where you go, a fish out of water. Mm. Waka waka. And then you throw in some of the Thor-esque Shakespearean stuff. with like I'm trying to be the leader of my people, and I have a brother who's jealous and who's trying to undermine me while being the leader of my people to get them to believe me when my own family doesn't... Like Again, very Shakespearean. Mm. I'm going to keep saying that because... Doth thou have underwater gills? <laughs> Doth thou wear the orange and green with pride? Arise, <laughs> Sarah <All right, laughs> <sir of> Mackerel. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, but I do think that we deserve, our audience deserves our comments. On, all right. On all what, right. what could be the biggest
0: story of the week. All right. So, I think we've wasted too much time. Let's move right, on to something all right, else. fine.
1: Let's move on. A
0: game is. Apparently, fucking forty minutes.
1: All ago. right, so, all right, dude. Jeez, is so someone gonna be like in the theater going, "Fuck Aquaman, <laughs>
2: <laughs> fuck that namer-looking <neighbor> bitch"? <laughs> Yo, Rob Zombie, how long can you hold your breath? <laughs> <laughs> he comes swimming into Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> never gonna stop. Yeah, never gonna stop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: let's move on to some more casting news all right sure deadpool is recasting this key x-men character now key x-men character i don't agree but whatever the 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 character they're talking about is colossus and it was played by daniel cudmore who was in the x-men 2 uh uh, x-men united x-men the last stand and of course days of future past so it's now going
2: to be Tim Miller. Hey, it's me, Aquaman, swimming in <laughs> the water. Yeah! All right, riding that wave. Uh, uh, uh. Look at me, I'm all buff. I'm riding that hammerhead shark. Yeah! Yeah, I'm sure I look like Grom Zombie. Yeah! Yeah, see something like a great white shark's behind me. What? What? Uh, 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 1960. Five, yeah! Uh, Atlantis! Oh! Now! 1960. Justice League! Uh red and orange tights, <laughs> not having blonde hair anymore, I'm all hardcore, and I got a bunch of tats, now try to say something, and watch me bitch you out, punk, Ah! Oh! Rob Zombie as Aquaman, got my cowboy hat on, my tats, Sherry Moon's my wife, <laughs> I'm gonna re-image this it's, it's, I'm telling. You, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I
1: had to. All right, right, I'm sorry. You're done? <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Oh, okay. Somebody's laughing. It's not me. All right, fine. Right. Okay, so they uh cast that kid. Did you post it on our page? My article. All right. So I'm like, I'm trying to remember what he looks like. So who they cast him with? As uh what? Like Tim Crawler? Miller is
0: now going to be They're looking for a younger actor Because Apocalypse is coming out And they're doing right. it, The younger actor So it's going to be an Unknown called <laughs> Tim Miller
1: uh, Unknown called Tim Miller That's
0: right <laughs> That's his name the unknown, unknown Tim, Tim Miller,
1: Miller. Alright
0: Th- There's no like
1: credits for him
0: I'm sure there is But I didn't look them up
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright
0: <laughs> I didn't really care that much
1: So what character oh, is he playing Damn Wait hold on what ca- I screwed that
0: up yeah. right? I screwed he's, the punch on that one Is it Tim Miller
1: Yes all right. Um, no, I have Tim Miller as a visual effects from Scott Pilgrim versus the World. <laughs> All right, you that's were- how unknown he is. All right, P O P. I guess it's under X Men.
2: Please.
0: Well, while you're while you're looking that up. Uh, Credmore did actually tweet it. He was, you know, let everybody know that he was not going to be in the next movie, and he announced officially who it was. And he's actually, you know, saying it's going to pass the torch on to somebody else. You know, I guess because probably gave him something to.
1: Um... Okay, here it is. Age X Men Apocalypse. I'm like Age of Apocalypse. No, you said what's uh, okay, what character is he playing?
0: Oh, Deadpool. He's going to be in the Deadpool movie.
1: Wow, you weren't even fucking close.
0: <laughs> I'm all thrown off with the whole
1: Aquaman thing. I mean, he's not. So, so who is he going to play in the Deadpool movie? Colossus. In the Deadpool movie? Yes. They're bringing Colossus in the Deadpool movie? Yes. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. All right, hold on. All right, now i got to look up. Deadpool. Deadpool 2016. All right director is tim miller tj miller tj miller wow you were all over the place i had more i
0: actually did some research this week too to prove myself wow
1: tj miller is not an unknown by the way okay he was i'm gonna say um remember uh god's not godzilla okay he was in cloverfield he was the guy holding the camera he was also in i'm trying to remember what movie it was um, well, he's the voice in Drag uh, Big Hero 6. I'm trying to think what movie was it that I saw him in. He's in Transformers, Age of Extinction. Yeah, I know you're talking
0: about, but I'm like, okay, director Tim Miller, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <Sirius> <laughs> Roll, Are you Lose, looking at the article scene yeah,
1: where you screwed up? Yes. Okay.
0: Okay, yes, because I see the second tweet says, I had a blast playing such an awesome character over the years. And he says, hashtag Deadpool. Will be kick ass with Tim Miller and a uh, Reynolds.
1: Vincent D'Onofrio?
0: No, Van City Reynolds is actually the. I guess that's uh,
1: his Twitter handle.
0: Re- yeah, uh, Ryan Reynolds' Twitter <laughs> handle and a uh, hashtag Bass Fans. So he doesn't actually mention who it is. I'm going
1: to say because I'm looking here at the cast and he has no, like, no official name. Like uh, what you call it, Marina Bacarin. Mm-hmm. She got signed on. They don't have her character name either. Uh-huh. They don't have T.J. Miller's name. They didn't. Gina Carano is Angel Dust. So you know they. <laughs> that's all right. And Ronald Reynolds obviously Wade Wilson, Deadpool.
2: Yes. <laughs> all right.
1: Well, uh, good for you. <laughs> well,
0: that's you Well, know, that's of course our next article was uh, the Deadpool may cast Firefly star wade wilson's love interest yes and it's going to be gina Carano. <sighs> now wait she's playing age with us i'm sorry
1: yeah gina carano is the mma fighter mm-hmm. that people were kind of hoping she gets signed on for be uh, to be wonder woman because she's got a body she's sexy i don't know if her acting ability is is good oh, i'm she... sorry marina moroccan or whatever Mar- name. yeah that's not sorry yeah gina carano she was in that movie um run something um i want to say run cat run but that wasn't her it was the movie where they overdubbed her voice like completely because of her acting ability but this girl is she was the i would to say basically the the prostitute from firefly mm-hmm. she was the leader of the alien race in v mm-hmm. and now she plays dr thompson i think in gotham
0: that's I- lee thompson that's the actual. That's the character's name. And the,
1: the yeah, character. that's the doctor from the Arkham Asylum. Oh yeah, it is. Whew.
2: Wow. Uh, I, I really don't care. I don't, I don't, even, I don't care i Did, did you still... Like, I'm still well, fuming about yeah.
1: Aquaman. And like, you start off the show going, yeah, I caught up with Gotham. Know, it's, and, sad, it's
3: sad
0: because I'm, like, I'm like, I took the extra, extra time because I'm like, you know, I don't read these fucking things. I got to do some shit. <laughs> like, you know, I want to improve the show. So yeah. how do you improve the show? You start with yourself and I'm going to fucking underline like important facts about the article that you're going to ask about because yes. right here and there. And I'm the fucking not even reading
1: them. <laughs> I mean, uh, my favorite is, uh, yeah, I've been catching up with Gotham. She's been in every episode so far the last three episodes. You don't recognize that cute little face? Now that I look at it, yeah. <laughs> you might remember her too as an alien V. <laughs> she had long hair and she yeah. was riding on Serenity from place yeah. to place as the prostitute. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm sorry, the uh, escort or um, a companion to be technical terms. All right. <laughs> All right, Eds. So what else you got?
0: This Hellboy star is set to play a DC supervillain and on Arrow.
1: Okay, who's that?
0: It's going to be long <laughs> wow, fucking pause. Now. now I can't see his fucking name on this goddamn thing.
1: Doug Jones. Oh, our pal Doug Jones.
0: Doug Jones, yes, and he's going
1: to play. Who's your character? Play? Hold, hold on. I'm going to guess he's going to be in some sort of latex outfit. Could be. Uh, i never
0: heard of this character. Who is it? It's Deathbolt.
1: Deathbolt? Hmm. Never heard of him. That's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Now, now you have me intrigued.
0: All right. Google. Well, you could. You could if you looked on geeksters radio i just posted the article it said death bolt death bolt d-e-a-t-h-b-o-l-t is that one word all one word alter ego is jake simmons you sure it's not death blow how what is that read right there
2: Ugh.
0: death bolt that's right wow his marital status is single Lady. <laughs> no relatives or none group affiliations none base of operations mobile so he's homeless
2: <laughs>
0: his occupation: professional criminal. Ooh, okay,
1: there he is. I had, I'm like, I clicked the wrong guy. <laughs> Wanted for murder, Jake Simmons fled police in a stolen Black plane during a heavy storm. He crashed when lightning struck the plane over Meteor Crater, Arizona. The Ultra Humanite found him and experimented on him until his body became a living electrical battery. Mm-hmm. Codenamed Deathbolt, he became a ultra. The Ultra Humanite's staunch ally until his defeated by the All-Star Squadron. Deathbolt returned in recent years and tried to kill the late Starman Ted Knight. <laughs> Ted Knight.
0: He's <laughs> 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 got that cow in clara <laughs> that he used to do the artwork and the two clothes recover.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, 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 oh.
2: <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Of course, um, as you said, his, his ability was basically to manipulate electricity, uh, you know, as in a la Mar- Marvel's Electro.
1: Yeah, here it is, another media. It's the Doug Jones will portray a version of Deathbolt in the live action television series Arrow in the season three episode uh, Broken Arrow.
0: Right. But he'll be a metahuman that will be able to tap into a weaponized plasma energy, is what his power is going to be.
1: Um, hmm. No one uh, let's see is that. What looks like? I'm sure he'll hug a lot of people. Yes, because <laughs> apparently, according to Dave Sipline he's a hugger.
0: He is a hugger. You've, uh, I've seen him. I've never. I've seen him in action. I've seen him in action. Man, tried to hug me once. <laughs> <laughs> I was. We were in Boston at a, a Wizard Roll convention in Boston because it was the Buffy cast, all except for the uh, the big right, stars. And he
1: was the head gentleman. Yes, but he was his table was near them, but it wasn't in that group. It was the, you're kind of associated with the show, but you're not a star of the right. show, so we'll allow you in our vicinity. So,
0: you know, of course seal was a big fan of, of buffy we got like the vip package sure so we were in line waiting for the stars to show up right of course no stars they're never on time never you know they, never. You they know, got shit just, to do it's like nine o'clock in the morning we're standing there waiting for these people for line
1: i had the exact same experience with roddy, 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 roddy Piper. Piper. right no. yeah, exact, it's the
0: exact same experience <laughs> that you had but with all the buffy cast but doug <laughs> jones proud man he was there on time oh, well,
1: sure because he he, cause he cares about his
0: fans right Every there was a line of people. I mean, he had a good line. Sure, because not only just
1: Buffy, but he also Hellboy. He was uh, Abe Sapien. He's also the Silver Surfer in the uh, Fantastic Four. Right. He's got the whole Falling Skies thing. This is a man that you've seen in a bunch of movies, but you have no idea what his face looks exactly. like. Exactly. He got up. He sat down.
0: He got up. Very, very tall man. Very, tall, very man. tall man. Very tall man. Hugged everybody. Every. Buddy, everyone everyone there were people walking by saying hello <laughs> he got out up for the table because there was like there was times you know lulls and his you know he was right. sitting there and he would get up and and say hello and hug people like
1: just so like if there was like a lull in his line, he'd actually get up and wander over to the people that were there for the real fans. No, 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 no. Oh, like he'd be gonna... he'd be
0: like reading a book or something like that, like waiting for people to uh-huh. show up. And like somebody walk by, and go, oh, I loved you and blah blah
1: blah. And they go, like, oh, come here, come here, yeah, yeah. They gave you a hug. You yeah, know? I was accosted by you know, <laughs> <laughs> I was a, I was accosted by Doug Jones. He touched me in my naughty spot. <laughs> I mean, it's good. I mean, like at least he's interacting with people. He could be like. Fucking other guy, people who are going, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what who am I signing this to? Yeah, here you go, here you go, here you go. At least you know he's talking so, to you and interacts with I you. I wish
0: I could remember the one actor's name. There was an actor we saw him at a horror convention, and if you see him in a bunch of stuff. You know who he is. He was—he's he <laughs> was, that guy who was he, in that right, thing. <laughs> he was in the Dark Knight. He was played one of the mafia guys. But he was in a lot of horror movies. That's why he was, hence the horror convention. Okay. Uh, Roberts, Eric Roberts, is that? Oh, okay.
1: Eric, Julia Roberts' brother. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs>
2: he took my thumbs,
1: Mickey. From he was also in a bunch of other stuff. Because
0: <laughs> that was the year I met. That year I met. That um, was the year I met William Cat. and I. Catt. He, greatest one of the greatest guys.
1: The greatest American hero guy. Yeah,
0: yeah he was. He was so nice because I did my camera died. And he's like, "Look, if you goes, you can find a camera that works. I'll, I'll definitely take your picture." Sure. And every time I was running by, he goes, "Did you get a camera yet?" Like he would remember. He me. remembered you. Yeah, you, you were, were that poor schlub
1: that had a broken camera.
0: So I'm looking for Sipon, running through this whole thing, you know, because he was <laughs> saying. So I finally feel I'm like Dave. I need your camera. I need to want a picture with William Cat, and and he goes, "Well, can you wait? Because I'm in line with to see Eric Roberts." Okay. He goes, he's like, "In fact, you could take my picture for me, and then take the camera." I'm like, "All right." Good deal, right? Works so out. He was like third in line, right? And the yeah. other two, boom, boom, done, right? So he was, you know, Dave, sit on like, you know, big hands. Does the whole chance, like, well, hey. Say, say. Nice and Eric Barrett goes, I don't do that. I do the fist bump thing, you know? Well, so Okay, right? Right. I mean, that's Not logical
1: because, you know, germ spread. I mean, right. you and I have been to conventions and a lot of hot, sweaty, disgusting right. people right. in that place. Yeah, so makes, fist bump's good. Right,
0: right. Makes sense, good. right? So sure. Dave's okay with that. Boom, you know? And he's like, he's like, is there a chance that I get a picture with you? And Eric Roberts is, like, very delighted. He's like, sure. I'll be delighted. Gets up from the table right now. Dave's going to stand next to him, right? Stand
1: next to him, hands by the side.
0: Eric Roberts grabs Dave by the the hips. (laughs) (laughs) Spins him around like he's playing. (laughs) Pin the tail of the donkey. Eric Roberts is now behind him. Sticks his head and puts his own... arm <laughs> <laughs> like in a very
2: sexual like, sounds of the labs kind of cuddle. I
0: was like, can butt
3: fucking click? <laughs> and I'm like,
2: he's like,
1: yeah, I won't shake your hand, but I'll shove my cock right in your ass.
3: And <laughs> <laughs> I was just like,
2: holy shit. <laughs> Your hands may be dirty, but your ass is clean. <laughs> I know it's a virgin ass. I'm Eric Roberts. You know where shit's been, buddy. <laughs>
1: you know who my
2: sister is.
1: <laughs> I think I'm doing just, an all male version of Pretty Woman,
0: <laughs>
1: and I want you to be my pretty woman.
0: <laughs> he goes, "Oh, I'm the pretty woman." <laughs>
1: Wear my richer gear. You're gonna reach in my pants and I'm gonna snap it shut and you're gonna giggle.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, moments you never forget. Uh, oh, that's
3: great. Uh,
1: yeah, he was um uh, yeah, he was one of the gangsters, he was like the lead gangster in uh A Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. <sighs> all right. <laughs> so yeah, Doug Jones is coming to TV arrow. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure he'll probably wear some sort of prosthetic you won't know it's him you'll you'll know him because he's the guy trying to hug Arrow (laughs) so happy to be there he's the tall guy he's the tall skinny guy with a big grin kind of just clapping his hands Mm
0: -hmm. well he was on a recent episode of (coughs) Face Off Face Off is back on television if you didn't know oh yeah it
1: seems like as soon as they get done with one season hey here's another one next next week yeah
0: so he was on. He was actually on this past week's uh, uh, face as on. a guest yes, judge. Judd, yeah. Yeah, right. so. As a man who's always behind, who's never seen my face. But he 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 helped the actors this week or the the models to do because they were doing. Um, I forget the characters who cares it was about Bridges they were talking about Bridges and they wanted to do like a, a kind of like a, a Penn's Labyrinth type of oh, style okay. of movement so he went to each one and, and saw their makeup yes. and go this is what you want to do yeah, you because he, he was the, the form.
1: I think it was called the thin man in uh, Penn's Labyrinth he was the little skinny guy with the, the eyeballs in the palm of his hands yeah. who would lift his hands up so you could see his eyes there's mm-hmm. a bunch of characters in that movie yes yeah when you need a tall skinny guy to fit in I think it was even like a predator or an alien at some point in his career <laughs> You need a tall, skinny guy to fit in a bunch of latex. He's your man. Mm hmm. Yep. All right. So uh, good for him.
0: Yes. What do you got next? Brian Singer casts a young Nightcrawler for X Men Apocalypse.
1: Okay, uh, we haven't seen that in a while.
0: You know, because they're say they're they're setting it, of course, in the 1980s, which I think the, of course, the brilliant performance of uh, Cummings was a Alan Cummings, yeah, yes, was a very great. Uh, I th- I, th- I mean, I loved him as he, my favorite character,
1: in X Men too. Yeah, did a really great job. He was good. He was scary, but he was also sentimental. You you felt you felt his angst for looking the way he looked and wanting so bad just to be normal.
0: Yes. All right. And I think he did a, a really great job, but the character is actually going to go to Australian actor Cody Smith Miffy okay he will be laying Lightcrawler. of course it's going to be you know it's based going to be based in the 1980s is what it is so it's a right. younger version because you figure the 2000s versus the
2: version at some point actually. you're gonna hear I run I ran so far away
1: I couldn't get away,
2: get away. No, 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 no,
3: That's just
1: Or somewhere you're going to hear, I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Oh, Lord.
2: Girls on film. Two minutes later. Girls, girls on, on film. film. <laughs> That's
0: right. We're gonna recap all those '80s
2: (laughs) hits. All '80s hits here live on X Men Apocalypse. S S S S A A A A F F F F E E E E T T T T T, Y Y Y Y Safe, 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 safety dance. You can dance if you want to. Or actually, you can banth if, if you want to. You can leave your friends behind, but if they don't banth, then no banth, and then they're, dance, dance, and then dance, and then they're friends <laughs> of mine. <laughs> you can banth. You can banth. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, look
1: at your hands. <laughs> you can banth. You can banth. You can banth. <laughs> it's <a> Nightcrawler. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Well, good for him. Has he been in anything else besides uh,
0: X Men Apocalypse? Uh yes, he has been acclaimed roles in The Road, Let Me In, and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, okay. So he's gonna, he's been in a few films, and I've he's, uh, probably seen him. And he's only eighteen, so he's uh, he's got a, quite a resume for uh, for a young actor.
1: He's yes, I see. Uh, well, he was Wolverine in the X Men. He was in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. He played. Uh, um, oh, I oh, don't know. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm looking at something else. I'm looking at Kurt Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, huh? Huh? Like, hey, look, he was there. No, he was this. All right, let's see. Yeah, okay. you trying to... oh, okay. I've seen him. I've seen him before. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I've seen him in Planet of the Apes. He was also, I think, the voice of Paranorman. Oh, okay. He was in Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, he was Norman Babcock, the voice. All right. He was in Let Me In. He was Owen. That's why I recognize him. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Sorry. I mean, it's been a while since Let Me In was the remake of Let the Right One In, mm-hmm. based off the book The Vampire Little Girl, that they remade for America with, you know, Hit Girl. Oh, uh,
0: okay, okay. I
1: loved the movie. I thought it was great. He played the little boy, the little troubled kid.
0: Ah, okay. So, all right. All right. Okay, what else you got? Will Fridley, <laughs> it was just cast in Guardians of the Galaxy TV show.
1: Will Friedel? Yes. You mean Tim uh, Tim McGinnis? Tim McGinnis is back. Get out of here!
0: Television, back on animated television. All
1: right, I love him. It was uh, for those people who don't know him. Think his name's character's name was Sean in Boy Meets World. No, Sean was uh, his friend. He played the older brother. I thought Sean was his character's name. No. Uh, Look right. it up. I'm looking Look it up, goddamn. I'm, up. Up. God I'm, I'm looking up. up. I'm looking it up. I am DB. All right. What's his name again? Will Friedel. Will Friedle. Will Friedle. F R I E D L E. F R I D. Well, Frittle. Of course, joining him will be
0: Kevin Mick- Michael Richardson as Groot and Trevor Duvall as Rocket.
1: Okay. So he'll be playing Peter Quill or Star Lord. Uh, also, if people might remember him. I think if uh, let's see, he was unstoppable and impossible.
0: Ah. Doot, doot, doot.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let's see. Boy Meets World. God damn it, I swear his name is Sean. Let's see, girl, he's Girl Meets World. Okay, he's Eric Matthews. Eric Matthews, yes.
0: yes. Eric, yes. All right. I say the name, yes.
1: Yeah, okay. Well,
0: speaking of the Guardians of the Galaxy TV show, do, 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 do. they've also cast pretty much everybody, but there's for Drax and Gamora. Uh, I would love to get Kim
1: Possible on DVD. I love With that Joey? show. I love that show. So great. You
0: are so weird, I swear to God. Why? You just sometimes like you've got these gritty, edgy films you watch that it's like, you know what, it's it's you. Like you, you, you go, you know what, I can see you watch so I'm watching this film. Like you know, it's like that that out of the box kind of film that it's just like right. you know, edgy real grill and then you come up with the like I loved Kim Possible. <laughs> I like that on DVD, <laughs> and it's like it's not creepy when you say it because it's like no, cause was it's like like almost like an innocence to it.
1: Yes, oh my god, I love Kim Possible. I love like I'm not like oh, you know what I love? I love Kim Possible. I, I need, like it. It's Kim I Possible. I need that on DVD.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, but I mean, it's just
1: so creepy. I love say that show. It. I thought the show was funny and and original, somewhat. You know, she's a spy. She's a girl. And Robin's stoppable. And then the best part about it is her and Ron become boyfriend and girlfriend for a while. Mm-hmm. Come on. How could you not love that? It's cute and innocent. It's impossible. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're getting back to. <laughs> yes. Let's get back to the real hard-hitting news. Hard-hitting news. Here. Yes.
0: Okay. So um, uh, David Sobol will play Drax, the Destroyer, in the animated series. And Vanessa Marshall will provide the voice vocals for Gamora. Now, uh, so Volvo has been in, in the uh, Agents of Smash as well as the Lego Marvel Super Heroes video game. And, uh, the, 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 of course, he was in Ultimate uh, Spider-Man and Avengers Assemble. And,
3: uh... Go ahead. Sorry,
1: that's I'm getting got. my impossible ones Yeah, go
3: ahead. nothing
1: Come on, it's a catchy tune too. Oh, uh, yeah. Everybody sing along. <laughs> I also liked her bad guy too. It was played by, um. Oh, Ron! Naked mole rat? Come on! <laughs> why not? It's why it's not watching. Trouble, you know this was kind of cute for a cartoon. So what's, the sitch? what's the sitch, Ed?
3: I'm
1: going to have to make that my ringtone now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the reason why I also like the show, too, is one of the voice actresses... Uh, she was in um, Mad TV. She's always been in a bunch of stuff. And uh, Nicole something. Every time you see her, uh, come on, come on. Uh, not Nancy Curry. Nicole Sullivan. She was in Mad TV. She was also in um, – Um, she was the dog walker, if you're a fan of King of Queens.
0: Yes. I'm actually, I've been watching now for King of Queens for some reason. That's because it's on like uh, 11 yeah. o'clock at night. So my wife goes to bed like – whatever station, I think it's CW. So we end up watching, of course, the arrow and flash. Right. So those nights, the TV's left on and that channel. Right. And I walk away and,
1: Michael and I come taste. back
0: and all of a sudden, like there, there it is. And I'm like, and I was like, speaking not of, the channel.
1: Saw the preview for, um, mall cop Two. Yeah. Whew. I remember seeing the first one. It was like six years ago, apparently. Cause really? they, yeah. Cause they made sure they make, mentioned it in the, tra- in the, in the trailer. Six years ago, he was a like this, Guy and wow! 60, now, now he's like yeah. now he's like in Vegas, and I guess he's on vacation with his kid. And I'm sorry, he gets hired to play like mall cop for a, a, a casino. And of course, it's fucking die hard. Guys come in, want to rob the place, and it's up to him and a bunch of mad cast, you know, security guards, all all heavy, unattractive, you know, there's, there's that ragtag group of heroes, oh. you know. And there's like there's a scene where. Like some people were laughing. I was kind of like really seeing where he's talking to like a cop on a horse. Chick cop, obviously. Mm-hmm. And he's like trying to make moves. You know, being, you know, Kevin James trying to be overtly sexual to a woman is always a source of comedy, apparently. Wow. Everyone loves seeing the fat guy try to make moves on a girl. Like, <laughs> and, the, and and of course, she's not, she's above average in looks, but not super. Like, looks like in his range. Not Leah Remini hot. Yeah. Because every time I watch Queen of, King of Queens, I go, "That ain't possible." You know, <laughs> I mean, he—I mean, it's possible, but he's a fucking delivery guy. He, he has to breathe out his fucking ears when he goes down on her because there's no way a woman that hot would marry a guy like that, but just because he makes her laugh, because you know? <laughs> she is ungodly sexy, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, I've always thought so. I mean, you kind of like—I eh, never thought. Of it.
0: Well, I mean, you know, I mean. I, I, I mean, as you're saying it, I could see that. Like, oh, you know what? Yeah, she was kind of out of his range. Yeah, cause, I don't think she was like gorgeous. Like, you know, like
1: it, it compared to know. the rest of the cast, fuck yeah, she was. But she, here's my thing: is it's it, it's during that time where. Well, it's,
0: the thing is, so I'm watching a lot of the show, and of course, there's a part. There's a there was a time. I don't know if she was pregnant.
1: I think so. Yeah,
0: she got like kind of big. So yeah. it's like, it's like you, you see like bigger versions of her. Cause there's like, yeah, there's, there is something it's like, wow, she, you know, she's pretty hot. She's like, so there's yeah. one night she was going out with her girlfriend. She's queen's hot. Yeah. You know, like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and you, you, you know, she's, she was like one night she was going out with her girlfriend. She's all dressed up. I'm like,
1: damn, you know, like, you know, she's pretty fine. And then she's now on the view. I think like does, she's one of the women on the view. Oh really? Not the view. um What's that other, um, the talk I think yes with uh, Sharon Osborne, I think she's part of the, the, the that, women, that group. Yeah. All right Sorry, I always found her extremely attractive. I, I just sexy, but he's part of that that genre of comedy shows where you have the fat, dumb husband and the super, the smart mouth, hot wife. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of kind of like Honeymooners in a way, where you have Ralph Cramden and you have his wife who happens to be the smartest one in the room, and kind of. Good. And now that I think about it, King of Queens was a little bit like the Honeymooners. Yeah. You know, he's an idiot, she's smarter than him, and she always thinks everything he does is stupid. Right. You know, I mean, what do you call it? Life According to Jim. Jim Belushi, Courtney Thorne Smith. Little bit of an oddball as far as looks-wise. Right. And he's an idiot, she's super smart. <laughs> like, if you watch a, a lot of... There's no... I would say Neighbors is probably one of the only few times that I think cinema has gotten right the couple of, you know, like neighbors neighbors the movie that i showed you with seth rogan and oh, Zach, right,
0: right, 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 okay. that
1: couple to me seemed more realistic she was jokey she was wanted to be in on it she wasn't the the snob wife that looked down on what her husband did like because if she did why would she be married to this guy right you know that kind of a thing. More realistic yeah she was more realistic most most sitcoms somehow like mike and molly you know, apparently every time I see that, I mean, yeah, they're both bigger, mm-hmm. you know, um, people because mm-hmm. it's got um, Melissa McCarthy and oh, whatever his name is, which is a shame, too, because it's his show. Yeah, it's really his show based on his stand up. And she gets becomes the bigger star out of the two of them. That get come feel kind of bad. Yeah, but it's she's the smart, sassy one where he's kind of like the idiot. <laughs> but all right, anyway, so what else you got there, Ed? No. Oh. Got anything else? Yeah, I got plenty more. It depends I got plenty on, more. Depends on how far you want to go. I go all the way. i want to go full Robert's head.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'll be laughing for that guy (laughs) for a while. All right. No one ever goes full Eric
3: Roberts. (laughs) (laughs) What else? Uh,
0: Sci-fi superhero Death Star is getting his own TV show. Who? Who exactly? Oh,
1: don't try those voices. <laughs> okay, so who is he?
0: The comic book legend Jim Starlin's spaced out superhero Death Star is on his own series, heading into development.
1: <laughs> he has an exhaust port two meters wide. Everyone's trying to shoot things into. <laughs> She said it was Death Star, right? Yeah. There you go. See? Death Star, Star Wars. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: it's a port two meters wide. Perfect fit for Eric Roberts. <laughs> right now, Eric Roberts is listening to the show going, Really, guys? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nobody goes full Roberts. <laughs> ludicrous speed.
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> It's
0: sad because it's two references in one. That's- <laughs> <laughs> it's <great. laughs> All okay. right. All right. So All right. He's getting- All right.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I'm fixing something here. So he's getting his own Yeah,
0: it's, if, if it's, it's the possibility of hearing the name Sorcerer <gasps> Zydwick Darklock on a weekly basis is enough not to grab you. How about the fact that Starling is actually part of the creative process behind Dead Star? Starling, who also created formerly the sideline Guardians of the Galaxy, will be aboard to be executive producer but also a writer, or at least one of the episodes, one of the writers for the show. The story centers around Vanth Dead Star, the only survivor in a destroyed Milky Way galaxy, and is overly... over. Other, I'm sorry, otherworldly crews imam in, in the biggest conflict in the universe between the monarchy and the instrumentally not a hospital. Blah, 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 blah. So-, <laughs> so it's basically Star Wars. Yes. <laughs>
1: <So> <laughs> you have the this. Empire and the rebels. Yes. And then somehow he's the only reason why anyone's getting any kind of buzz is because the guy who worked in Guardians of the Galaxy is working on this.
0: Exactly. Okay, gotcha. All right, what else? All right. Uh, Scarface Composer is working on a new Tron video game soundtrack. Is a movie sequel on the way? For Tron? For Tron. Well, they said
1: they were <laughs> making a sequel, weren't
0: they? Well, they... They, they, they always talk about it? Because it's, it's it's a talk, only because it's, the Tron legacy didn't get what Disney was hoping for. They they got a mediocre response to it, and that they were talking about it. So, uh, Giorgio Manor... Mor- I'm sorry, Morador Moroder is the Scarface composer, and he's working with, a comp- with a, the heavy hitter Skrillex, which is apparently a.
1: <laughs> sorry. You, the reason Electronic why I'm laughing. Right. Okay, reason why I'm laughing is because when you remember hearing that um, My Little Pony thing, Skrillex was mentioned. Yeah. Skrillex is basically the Corey Fellman looking piece of crap that spins records for a living. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, he. He's, he's the, um, I'm see if I can get a, I'm going to call a YouTube thing here. YouTube. So I can do a Skrillex video or, or something. So you can kind of hear the music. Okay. The music. Right. Skrillex. There he is. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll go with. So many choices. Yeah. Um, Skrillex, scary monsters and nice sprites. All right. Let's, there we go. Sure, let's try that. Let's see if I have uh... a... <laughs> it's just, it's just going to be an image. It's more for you to listen to. <laughs> but, okay, in all fairness, I can hear this in a Tron movie.
0: Yeah, I can. No, no, I agree with you that part... The thing is, is that it sounds like, almost like, when Nintendo was done its run, and they came out with Super Nintendo, and they were trying to improve the sound of it, that's okay. what you got. You know, like, kinda of thing. it was like, it was kind of like, almost like, oh, and you're like, oh, wait. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, here's a picture of him. Tell me he does not look like Corey Corey Feldman. Wow. You know, like right there.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, this guy. Ha- I mean, all. I gotta be honest. I don't know much about him, but what I do know, I always got this feeling that he got famous from people who like taking ecstasy and going <laughs> to raves. Yeah. I mean, there is nothing. I've never once heard him a single one of his mixes on the radio. <laughs> I mean, I- and maybe because I'm old, I I I know. But he in this
2: generic computer
0: music sound.
1: Here, here he looks live at a Lollapalooza on in 2014. So let's see what he sounds like live. And if memory serves me right, he's a DJ. So he's not like he's singing into stuff. When I saw Rob Zombie and, and uh, Marilyn Manson, there was the guy from Slipknot who was a, a, a DJ too. Mm-hmm. He stood there, spun records for like 45 minutes playing almost the same beat over and over and over again with and he was dressed like a space like in a a, a, um, MTV space suit okay you know let's see if I can get to see there he is see now he's got no singer all he's doing is bouncing up and down in front of a turntable
0: right Two turntables on a microphone. Well, just a two turntable.
1: Yes. That, that, that's, his, that's his thing. I mean, this is... People pay money to see a guy stand there and spin records. That's all he does. <laughs> like, Fresh Prince has been doing this for fucking ever. DJ Jazzy Jeff has been making millions off of this. Why isn't he doing shit like this? No. Some techno geek that's learned how to to hit a button on a computer. I'm telling you, this is the problem with the drug culture. (laughs) There's no Led Zeppelin. There's no Nirvana. It's fucking Skrillex. (laughs) You Corey Feldman-looking motherfucker. (laughs) But yet, oh yeah, look. All I need now is my fucking glow. This is something, you know, like... Oh, man. This is something... You hear at a club (laughs) where you're all on ecstasy, fucking hugging people, sucking on a fucking, you call it, um, pacifier. Right. With glow sticks in your hair going,
2: eh, yeah! Oh, go, go, go! Let me have some more coke! Go, 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 go!
0: (laughs) Well, the last time we had a new Tron video game, which was five years ago in 2010, when Tron Evolution and Tron Evolution Battle Grids were released alongside with Disney's Tron Legacy movie. See, look,
1: there's glow sticks. I, all he's doing is just. Stay, I'm sorry, I'm fascinated with this. That this guy makes millions of dollars. I could do that, Ed. <laughs> I could just, I just add wiggity 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 whack, and I'm sure someone will pay me a nice empty feed to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that work. Just, as, I need some funky beats. Some people in ecstasy. There, uh,
0: you know, but see, somebody like that did something that got us, got people to go, fuck, we got to get him, you know, on a record or, or, I, or do live I shows know, and that kind of so it's, on. You know, so it's shit like that. It's just like, you know, it's like we could do that. I mean, you know, we, we could. Ed. I mean, like I've seen G4 <laughs> shows,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, attack <laughs> of the
0: show. They had they kept showing all these DJ equipments. I don't know why they kept pushing that for like two months. Because it's have to be a DJ.
1: You making your own music. And I'm like,
0: and... looking at this equipment, I'm like, it's a computer. It's like, you know, it's, it's more buttons or, you know, kind of yeah. thing. But it's just like, after four or five hours, I could probably be, be a, a master at it. Like, and 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 that's it. You it know? just
1: makes you feel bad for, like, all the real scratchers in the past. Like Jazzy Jeff, um, you call it Run DMC. Like, yeah. all those guys, you know, Mixmaster J, yo. You know, like, all those guys in the past who... Had two turntables and a microphone, like you said, Ed. <laughs> Where it's at? <laughs> and you're spinning records and you're scratching them. Sugar Hill Gang, man, come on. Yeah, I know. Like now, all of a sudden, you got some skinny white guy on a stage getting paid a hefty sum just to stand there. It's not like he even has fucking backup dancers. It's a bunch of lights, and I swear to God, he doesn't have to do anything. He hits a button and it bounces up and down, going. Ooch,
3: ooch,
1: ooch, ooch, ooch. <laughs> What's up? Mm, 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 it's, mm, he's a club mm, DJ.
0: Mm. Is basically what exactly.
1: it is. Exactly. That's it. I, at any moment, I'm expecting here. Next up on stage, Destiny. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right, fellas, get your hands together and get your dollars out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else you got?
0: Well, uh, just to finish that off, you know, does that mean, of course, that was Disney finally getting to ready to start work on an early, uh, eagerly anticipated sequel, according to. Nope. Dead of Geek star Bruce. Box letter. That's right. Said last year that Tron sequel will finally be moved forward in 2015. So Disney has remained, of course, mum about the subject, yeah. leaving fans wanting more. Now,
1: do you think they're going to have him still in the movie?
0: Oh yeah. Cause he's Tron. Yeah, but he, he will always play the character, the, the, uh, well, I mean... He'll play the human character, but Tron will be somebody else. But the thing is, it's like what they did in the Tron sequel was the fact is is that uh, Jeff Bridges' character, they basically enhanced his face well, to yeah, make him was younger. Well, yeah, that was pretty fucking badass. Yeah.
1: That was great. And to Bruce Boxletter, I think they did the same thing, but No, had- no, they
0: didn't because they, they never showed his face because he was deformed. He oh, became the evil character okay. in the movie, so that's like the thing. Um, then he realized he was Tron mm. changed his last minute and killed or s- slowed down... Uh, a clue to uh for them to escape
1: oh, okay right. i'll have to watch tron legacy again it's a great movie i'll probably watch it in 3d now since i have a, a 3d tv <laughs>
0: all right all right what else you got shaft is getting the reboot treatment
1: <laughs> 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 is it starring eric roberts <laughs> uh do you remember the 2000 version of shaft with samuel yeah, jackson it's not only samuel jackson but what's his face um Christian Bale was the bad guy. That's right. Christian Bale was the bad guy in the 2000s. Now he's the hero. <laughs> we've gone we've really gone off the reservation with Shaft in this reboot. We made him white. <laughs> white Jewish Shaft. Oi! I'm a bad. Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: can you
1: dig it? Oy, can you dig it with that tushy?
0: <laughs> All right. The Shaft Sean Fries will now be planning on a reboot for the theatrical release. Uh, as the project is obvious very much in early days, there is no writers or director attached to the project. <laughs> but John Davis, the producer behind the films like <laughs> iRobot, Norbit, and Predators, is attached to navigate the film uh, the film through development.
1: Okay, so it's one of those things like, yeah, remember that movie, Shaft? Um, we're, we're making one. Right. Are you? Yeah. What do you got going on? Well, we have a guy attached to help weed through stuff. But we have no script. We have no actor. We have no production value. We, we have nothing. Just we know he's one bad mother. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Just talking about Shaft. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, so uh, as you know, the 2000 film, they didn't think it was an exactly huge
1: blockbuster. It wasn't. But
0: it did make $170 million worldwide. So it's not too shabby. It's
1: not shabby. It's enough to kind of go, all right, it was kind of a hit. Yeah. It, it would be, you know, that $100 million would be good enough to create a um direct the DVD sequel.
0: Ooh, really? Yeah, I mean I think it's See, I don't, I don't know. T- See so, like movies like that, I'm like like like, like okay, they did Shaft. Great job. I saw it in the theater. I think I did too. You know, it was one of those movies. that's like, okay, you know, it was it was good. It was know? good. It wasn't like, oh my god, I, I want to see a trilogy out of this right. thing. You know, it's like that it was a good movie. You know, right? I was a big Samuel L. Jackson fan back then. You know, yeah. I was, went to the movies every.
1: i you, at the Samuel time. L. Jackson's awesome and fucking, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Kingsman. But, so,
0: uh, yeah. so as but as a, as a reboot
1: well, or a director, well, they're not going to get Samuel L. Jackson to play Shaft again. They'll have to find like a, a young black male who can like. You know, have that kind of gravitas to a character, like yeah. to be able to go,
2: shut your mouth. Did I say what? Say what one more time? I dare you. I'm Where are you? Where are you from? What some country? Say what again, motherfucker? <laughs> Sorry. What does Masala Wallace look like? Does he look like a bitch? <laughs> Why are you trying to fuck him? <laughs> Why are you trying to fuck Masala Wallace?
1: So <laughs> now imagine They go completely Out the reservation Oi, I'm Shaft I'm one bad Oy I'm one bad Meshuggah Oi, Hava Naki The Hava I'm talking about Shaft Oi, They really Really get people up In a roar Make them a Jewish woman <laughs> A white Jewish woman
2: Oi, I'm Shaft
1: <laughs> him up! <laughs> Why well, you guys could have your Human Torch? Why can't we do it with Shaft?
0: <laughs>
1: Any <Annie> worked? <laughs> it's me, Marsha Shaft. I'm one bad machugana.
3: Let me pinch
1: those cheeks. <laughs> Tuck in your shirt. You're in public. <laughs> oh, you never listen. You never call. You never write. <laughs> what? I'm just talking. To my son Shaft. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, this is for me. <laughs> all right.
1: You got anything else, Eric? Right? Yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> New alien movie confirmed with director Neil Bloomcamp.
1: Yes. Uh, as you know, Neil Boomkamp is the guy who brought District 9, Elysium, and this year's Chappie to theaters. That's right. Um, he has a very distinctive look. Because I've seen the other two movies. When you see District 9 and you look at Elysium, mm-hmm. they look like it's designed by the same... It looks like it's all in the same world. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm looking forward to Chappie. But it's funny, when we first saw the, 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 this trailer for Chappie... It looked like more of like a human drama kind of thing mm-hmm. with artificial. It was going to be an AI for the 21st century. Mm-hmm. Now I saw the trailer and it looks like an action-packed bonanza with Hugh Jackman as the bad guy. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's Hugh Jackman, Sigourney Weaver's in it, and it looks really has almost like a RoboCop esque to it because there's this big. Um, That's he,
0: what I was thinking of RoboCop. Hugh literally. Jackman
1: kind of he's a creator of like an um, like a line of armored. Like police, mm-hmm. and Chappie is a reject model. Mm-hmm. And this guy who helped create the AI programs for the cop versions is able to kind of put. Basically, Chappie becomes sentient. Right. Almost. He wants to be, I am human. I am Chappie. You know, like, mm-hmm. and he starts learning and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And he has emo- he, is a mo. I thought it
0: was a, a combination of Robocop
1: and Short Circuit.
0: No, not Short Circuit. I was okay, thinking. Like okay, look, Johnny
1: Five is alive.
0: Now, I was thinking of. Oh,
1: uh, did I throw you off. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Well, I'm tell you about the RoboCop it was, thing. Maybe. It was the
0: other other uh, movie that uh, Hugh Jackman is with the robots.
1: Oh, Real Steel. Real Steel. Oh, okay. Well, no, this one's more. This one's more. Um, we call it. Um, you got. Um, short circuit than anything else. Okay. Because and with a little bit of RoboCop, because at one point, Hugh Jackman creates this robot that's very bi- um, bipedal mm. and has the big round front. It looks like the the. Like the turret machine from the original Robocop movie. Okay. And there's Chappie like jumping in there, like that slow motion hero jump where he's like getting ready to like shove something into like uh, the thing. Yeah. You know, but I'm going, that looks exactly out of Robocop. <laughs> but I meet Chappie, it's Wally meets short circuit, meets you know. <laughs> I'm like, but it looks good because I love all his work. Yeah. But continue like so he's a while back, didn't we report on the the alien movie that never was because he did like production designs on a movie. Yeah, he did
0: the production design, and now he's be able to to get to it. Of course, though, the Untitled Sci-Fi Project is separate from Prometheus Two, which yes. Fox is still making with Ridley Scott. Yeah,
1: this is supposed to be Aliens Five. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, of course, of course, in, me, according to insiders, the new Aliens movie takes place years after Prometheus sequel. Scott is producing both films through the, his production company, Scott Free. Prometheus also is distributed by Fox, which is loosely based on the Alien franchise, and earned over four hundred million worldwide.
1: So, with the Alien movies, yes, just over four hundred million worldwide. Yeah. It's not a lot. No, it's not. I mean, come to think of it, I'm just kind of going, really, out of all the Alien movies, it's only made four hundred million. Out of the four movies, wow.
0: Yeah, sad.
1: I mean, okay, it's a hundred million a movie, I guess, if you average it out. And you know, I wouldn't say you know. I mean, as much as, like, Joss Whedon, he did write Alien 4 Resurrection. You know, like, <laughs> Joss, that was a big miss. Like, please tell me it was just, a, a, like, a polishing gig. <laughs> like, but, uh, all right. I mean, I saw some, like, we had, like, some of the artwork like yeah. he drew. And I'm like, it looks really badass, especially with, you know, the alien kind of helmet that she was wearing. Mm. It looks like it's supposed to be more on their home planet than anything else. Mm. Like, her and um, the guy, Michael Bean's character guy. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Hicks. Yeah, yeah. Hicks. Yeah. Yeah, Hicks. Yeah. Like they two of them, are, it's the 2 of them in this movie. Like I don't know, and I know she she was interested. I think she signed on. Yeah. But uh, you yeah, know, all right, I'm sure.
0: Well, speaking, well, what's you know, speaking of casting for Alien? Oh aliens, boy. righty. the funniest man in Hollywood wants to be in the Alien franchise to kill off, to be killed off. Me? Louis CK. Really? Louis CK <laughs> says he's interested in being in the movie, but realizes that he he, he wouldn't last long so he would be probably killed off right away uh, okay sure why not see it said i want to be in the in the next alien movie and i want to die ter- in a terrible way and i said i'm sure that it can be re- re- rearranged by neil uh bloom because he's the figure where does lewis ck f- fit in yeah, how does he fit in at first he does not it. it wasn't a part of my of the any of the previous films." And he might he might be a distraction and seeing him in that world of sort of you know taking okay. out of the terror. Okay,
1: in all fairness, that's possible because every time I see Guardians of the Galaxy, whenever I see the yeah, guy, yeah, fuck who's...
0: you, yeah, thank you, fuck you. <laughs> what do you mean? I finally fucking saw
1: him. Oh, what do you mean? The guy saw Kaufman. Oh yeah, yeah. So now every time I see that scene, I instantly go to Kaufman. Yes. I, don't get I mean how is that my fault? Because <laughs> you pointed it out.
0: That's I would have blown by him, like, every time I see that movie, two weeks ago, our Valentine's Day, I'm watching this movie, there he is. And I'm like, fuck Sean. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, but he stands out in that he scene. Stands, he, because he... I'm like, I'm like, it's like, as I said, that's Kaufman. And I'm like, yeah.
1: fuck. <laughs> like, fuck, that's Kaufman. Like, it, it, it's one of those things, you want, it's once you see it, it can't be unseen. Yes just like you know like now that I know that the big blue monster is Nathan Fillion doing the voice yeah when he's when every time I see that scene I can now hear Nathan Fillion do the voice yeah first time I saw it yeah cause I my could. wife
0: didn't know who cause she was reading the credits she saw Nathan Fillion she's like who where Where was he in the movie and I'm like who's yeah. the big blue alien she's like, really I'm like wow she's like that's yeah pretty good I'm like yeah
1: yeah it was a voiceover work but now, but now every I, hear I hear it I hear it just like every right time I see Kaufman I'm just going fuck it's Kaufman first time I saw it I was like fuck I'm out of the movie <laughs> Yes, you know. So I mean, yeah, I could see if if they do that with Lewis C.K. I mean, you see that big semi-bald ginger running <laughs> through a scene and gets impaled with an alien tail. Yeah, it might you know?
0: Well, even if even when Lewis appears in a movie, he tends to sort of play a variation of himself.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <He's> a,
0: <laughs> especially when he's the he's being not, embarrassed by Bradley Cooper. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he's not really. Um, well, you got to see. Um, you have to see. Um, uh, what was it called? It Was him? It was set in seventies. Louis C.K. It's Bradley Cooper. Oh, goddamn!
0: American Hustle.
1: Yes, yeah, he's in that. Okay, and he plays like the head of CIA, and, and Bradley Cooper's like really embarrassing him a lot, you know. But no one can play uncomfortable, and he, Louis C.K. can play Louis C.K. Anything. Yes, because he's again, he's the Jason Momoa of the comedy world. Doesn't have a lot. Of, <laughs> doesn't have a lot of range. <laughs> but what he does, he's really good at. So, I mean, I guess you can kind of see him being all like snobby and, you know, embarrassed and all of a sudden, ugh, dead. Are <laughs> right, you got anything else? I got two more articles. Okay, what are the Do two we- articles? And we'll flip a coin.
0: One is about Sony, and the other one's about the Academy Awards.
1: Okay, we know it. Let's skip. What's the headline for Sony?
0: Sony is no longer an electronics company. Who cares? Okay. All right. So we'll, go, we'll, to go, the the, we'll go to the
1: Oscars because that'll tie into you and I reading our Oscar picks. All right. And then we'll wrap up the show. All right. Okay. Because so let's go home and watch the Oscars, Ted. <laughs> I got to see how NPH works. <laughs> All right. So what's your Oscar story?
0: A surprising number of Academy members admit not seeing the Best Picture nominees.
1: Ugh. All right, why am I not surprised? I Obviously, I, yeah. Okay. So what's the... Uh...
0: Apparently, an average of 5.5% of polled academy members have not even seen the best picture nominees and they break it down five percent of people vast never seen an american sniper 2.6 have not seen the grand pruda best hotel 10 percent miss selma well it's i thought it'd be higher than that two percent didn't see birdman
2: hold on for a second <laughs> i'm gonna
1: say selma is about the long walk of of, of martin luther king's jr's famous Ex- walk exactly you're surprised that a majority of old white men that run that academy would not see this movie? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm a middle-aged white man, and I had no desire to see that movie.
0: 2% didn't see Birdman. 7% failed to see The Theory of Everything. 5% missed Boyhood. And 4.5% missed The
1: Imitation Game. Okay, so... A... And
0: 7% failed to see Whiplash.
1: That's it. Okay, so... All right. I mean... So that's talking about the um, academy board members. Yes. Now the, do they do they go into how many people sur-
0: now this of course doesn't mean they actually went out and cast the for final vote when they saw the academy asked you know for their opinion there's it actually it's not just a board it's actually a group of people like it's it's kind of almost like a um uh, Well, it's, it's like, like, a, like, a, a, like a star uh, Niel- chamber <laughs> like a Nielsen ratings type of thing yeah. where people go out see the thing is is that I found what I found if interesting was about this article was the fact is is that. The cast, the Academy members uh, don't really get screeners for every movie, right? Right. So, so like if if, if they have to go out to the theater, they don't go because they don't have to. Like, less. like like if you like, oh, I want to see, you know,
1: right? Like, I want to see that movie, so I pay money to go see it,
0: right? Or I missed it, I'm gonna have to catch it on DVD. Uh, well, I do know can you, know, you do that kind of thing.
1: Like, I also do know too. Like, from again being a fan of Kevin Smith, he can. He'll get the movies that are nominated for best director because he's a director. That's part of the director's guild, Mm. the acting guild. Like you know, they they get certain movies, like the nominations. They'll get screeners for us to help do the vote for us. So if if a company doesn't send out a screener, chances are they probably won't see it. So that's probably why that number. So it's not like how do you put it? It's not like these people sit and go, okay. It's not like these guys see every single movie that comes out, and then they sit around and go, "Okay, what movie do you want to nominate?" It, it kind of. Well,
0: no, no, I'm not, and that's not even so much than the, the nominees. It's 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 the, the fact the, that the these were nominated. Right. So you got five, seven pictures, ten <clears throat> pictures, whatever nominated. When you see those ten pictures, you're not going to see you're not going to see fifty pictures in a year, right? Or fifty-two because it's an average by like one one a week that you have to see to to think. Yeah, but you go, okay, you know, there's there's now you've narrowed down to like fifty-two pictures down to ten, right? When you go, see, you know, I got to see 10 films because I want to vote for which one I think yeah. is the best, you know. Well, a
1: lot, of, and they say, that's, they say that that's a lot of the problem with the Oscar procedure is that you still have, like, the Oscar board. Mm-hmm. You know, the, a lot of the judges are still old white people. The people who make these nominations are old white people, which is the reason why, like, a lot of people feel like Guardians of the Galaxy should have been nominated for Best Picture. Not because of it making so much money, because it was actually a really good film. Mm-hmm. I like think some people go, "Oh, it was stupid." No, you know what? It was a, It was. There's something magical about that movie that right. doesn't come along very once in a while. That is a. That's an Oscar-winning performance of a cast. It doesn't have to be nominated for best director, but definitely needs something.
0: Guardians of the Galaxy was that movie that was Star Wars. Yeah, it was that. It was that thing that took you away. you suspended belief. You 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 believe that there was a talking raccoon in a tree? Yeah, and they you know like this whole this whole world was created for you, and you have to be spoon fed every yeah. fucking detail. Here's the world. Here's the world, and you you just went into it, and you know where 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 you said, "Oh my god, that's a badass gun!" What the hell? You know where? where like, yeah. They didn't talk about. It, they just used it. These ships were flying. The device that he used when he sucked all this the armor together, yeah. the metal. Yeah. That was like it's like fuck like that like like automatically your brain goes. That's logical. Like, like,
1: yeah, you just I buy, you just buy it. it. Speaking of,
0: yeah,
1: um, today I just saw an article where Spielberg said he would love to direct a Chris Pratt Indiana Jones movie.
0: Yeah, I heard that too. <laughs>
1: You're like, yeah, I heard that too.
0: I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, Chris Pratt's a, a great actor, you know, because he be proved himself, I think, in Guardians of the Galaxy. He brings fun, he in, brings fun to it. I mean, I I'm can't sure wait to Jurassic World. i want to say Jurassic <sighs> World's going to probably blow everybody's minds when they say it. But like Indiana Jones to me is one of those tough sells. Like it's just like it was always it, it was it had funny moments in it, right? But it was always a serious film. I see, you I know, and, and you just hope that Chris Pratt can play that role. I think, yeah, I, I think he could play the range. You know, I just think it's just gonna be a tough sell.
1: I, I don't, because like I said, the moment I saw like like the idea, I'm like, you know what? I can see him. He looks. I'm gonna say it like this. He kind of looks like young Harrison Ford a little bit. He's got the the swagger. You know, when you watch Guardians of the Galaxy, if you could you not see Han Solo? No. Yeah, really, I could see it. Like I could see that that he looked. I mean, even the scene where he's doing the whole when he the opening scene is a direct lift right out of Raiders of the Lost Ark with the whole idol thing. That is, that is even James Gunn said, yeah, I took that from Raiders of the Lost Ark. That is my homage to these kind of movies. Mm -hmm. So that's why Chris Pratt can pull it off easily. I don't think there's any problem. Um, My thing is, I don't think, I hate to say it like this because I love Spielberg, I don't think he can do that kind of movie anymore. Really? Yes. (laughs) That's my bold statement for the night because after he won the Oscar for Schindler's List, he has not been able to go back to the fun, lighthearted movie. Yeah, he directed. We call it the fourth Indiana Jones movie. Look how that turned out. You know, he directed Tom Cruise in War of the Worlds. You know, he did AI. Like he, he hasn't done.
0: This has hasn't really had a successful picture since Sinners List.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say it like that. I mean, okay, yeah, sure. Um, Saving Private Ryan is a great movie, and he probably I think he won an Oscar for that too. But again. He hasn't done those light-hearted action flicks. They've all been kind of serious character pieces, almost. Like okay. one was like, "Okay, granted, I he he even said himself that he could never he could never do Jaws again. He could never do E. T. again. Close Encounters of all that stuff that he was able to do when he was younger because he had a different mind frame when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Now as an older guy, I, I don't know if he still has that
0: ability. That ability.
1: It. I mean, I hope he does. I hope he proves me wrong if he's going to direct it, but. I'm gonna see it because I like Chris Pratt. I love the Indiana Jones series. oh no, I mean I'm, I'm,
0: in. I'm in. You know, I'm It doesn't matter who really plays Indiana Jones.
1: All right. So, but well, yeah. You just but you just don't think Chris Pratt can pull I'm, it off. It's,
0: I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying he can't pull it off. It's just to me, he's just. It's like it's like it's kind of like watching Green Lantern and watching Ryan Reynolds. And when he made that wisecrack, I I, I lost it. I was like, that was like the first what
2: wisecrack. Oh,
1: the smart like oh, just the whole
0: they did like some kind of smartby back talk when they were doing the jet tests. You okay, know, you know, like. Like, it was just like, it, it felt like Ryan Reynolds being in Green Lantern. You know, it's like, you know, I didn't see uh, Hal Jordan at all. Well, at yeah, that well, that's
1: the whole the whole directorial part of how they wanted Ryan Reynolds to play Hal Jordan. I didn't agree with either. Yeah. But I think Chris Pratt has the charm and the swagger and the suavness. I mean, I
0: but if he plays it kind of like a Harrison Ford character where there's, I, I mean, they're like, like the comedy will come. You don't have to project it. Like let the let the scene be the comedy, not you be the comedy.
1: I I, I, I I you and I see two different movies when we watch Guardians of the Galaxy. Then, because I see all no, that. No, I'm
0: not saying Guardians of the Galaxy. No, I'm talking about Indiana Jones. Be, right,
1: and what I'm saying when is when
0: Harrison Ford played the character. I'm explaining this.
1: I, don't, I, I, know, I don't because know because you're not letting me. Go you're, ahead. I'm sorry. you're not letting me say what I was going to say because I you barely would've...
0: I barely get enough time on the show.
1: You can know because I think you would agree with me. Yes. I'm not saying that Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy is. Like Indiana Jones, I'm saying Chris Pratt as an actor can pull off a young Harrison Ford because he has that kind of. In Guardians of the Galaxy, he didn't shovel jokes into your mouth. Mm. They came naturally. They came very organic, very right. kind of off the cuff. Mm-hmm. Like you believed, you believed that that you know, he Star Lord was a living, breathing person yeah. because of Chris Pratt. Right. I think. That he has that charm and swagger to be able to pull off an Indiana Jones,
0: right? Well, that's the thing, though. I mean, I but I I really don't want to compare Guardians of the Galaxy to an Indiana Jones film because that's totally two different genres to me.
1: I, see, I don't see it that way. I see it. To, I see it as a two action adventure movies.
0: I see it. I see you. I agree with you. It's an action adventure movie. One's a space opera kind of film, yeah. and this is more of a you know be a fantasy in terms of a history.
1: See now, see now. I don't see that. That's the that's the difference because I never once saw any of the Raiders of the Lost Ark movies like that at all.
0: i didn't say it was like uh, oh, it was a you know geological fire. No, I saw thing. but it's just kind of like it's it's it diff to me a different type of movie where they're not you know they I mean it's it's more realistic. Like you could almost believe that Indiana Jones the way it happened could have happened. Uh,
1: okay, you and I see those movies as two different movies because to okay. me No only, only because to me I see as. Raiders of the Lost Ark and all those movies as the endless cliffhanger moments where, oh my God, he's hanging off the edge of a bridge. Who's going to save him? Tune in next week. Bang, he gets rescued. You know, or he rescues himself. That's how I see it because that's how the movie was designed to play mm. of off the Flash Gordons and the Buck Rogers kind of right. serials. And that's how I see it. It's not supposed to be taken so seriously. Just because you throw Nazis into it, you know, it just it makes it a little bit more, that's everyone's favorite bad guy. But to me, the movies was just this fun action adventure movie where you're not supposed to take too seriously because I don't who, take it seriously. Who, I just, you're saying, but you're using the, to me, it, the way it, you're describing is you're using it, that to me, going the, to
0: me. There's two different styles in the movies.
1: I don't, I don't say it. In, in all the, right, you know, all right, but see now this is the reason why I think my Oscar picks are better than yours. Okay. All right. So real quick, who do you got for best motion picture?
0: The theory of everything.
1: Uh, I have an imitation game. Okay. Because I actually saw that one.
0: <laughs> I see him in these films, so it's like it's right. it's, a, it's a, a, a guess for me for everyone. All right, so. all
1: right. Leading performance by an actor?
0: Uh, Benedict
1: Cumberbatch. Okay. So you nominate him, but not nominated the movie that he's in? Hmm, fascinating. I, I kind of feel like he's going to be a leader, but i got to be honest. I kind of think Michael Keaton might take it home. Okay. I, I mean, because everyone's talking about his Birdman performance. Mm-hmm. All right, so what do you guys got for an uh, actor in a supporting role?
0: Mark Raphael in Foxcatcher.
1: I went with J.K. Simmons. I hedged my bets because he won the uh, Golden Globe. Okay. All right. Who do you got for a leading actress?
0: Still Alice and uh, uh, Julianne Moore's Julianne Moore and Still Alice.
1: I went with Roseman Pike for Gone Girl. All
0: right. All right. Who do you got for supporting actress? Patricia Arquette in Boyhood.
1: I went with Emma Stone. Oh. oh Birdman. <laughs> I didn't give it to Michael Keene, but I'll give it to her. Yes. All right. Who do you got for best animated feature? Big
0: Hero Six.
1: I went off the reservation with this one. Did you? I went The Tale of Princess Kayaga, Whatever her name is. Okay. I'm going Asian, Asian, Asian animation. I think kind of trumps Disney. All that's right. my that's my thinking. Okay. Achievement in cinematography. Birdman. I went with Birdman too, especially since uh, I've talked about how the camera doesn't seem to stop moving. Yes. Achievements in costume design. The
0: Grand Budapest
1: Hotel. Good choice, but I went with Maleficent. Okay. Um uh, uh, I think Into the Woods is probably going to win. I
0: think I think they're going to. I think they're just going to sidestep uh, Maleficent on this. You do, but yeah. I well, especially
1: when you get Into the Woods, a whole yeah. you know play. I, I do think, but Grand Budapest is a good good you know Indian. You know, yeah, they right. they
0: like that exotic
1: stuff. Yeah. All right. Achievement in directing. Boyhood.
0: No, no, I'm sorry. No, Foxcatcher. Sorry. Okay. I looked at the wrong box.
1: Foxcatcher. <laughs> yeah, I looked at the wrong box. Ah. Mm. Now, I'm gonna be honest, Boyhood would have been a solid pick too, because that's the movie that took 12 years to actually make. Because uh. it was they started off as a kid and mm. went through 12 years of his life. Uh, like they So yeah. I mean that's that's a good choice, but I don't know. I think Birdman's gonna get it. All right. You know, but Foxcatcher would be is a good pick because of, you know. I, you know, I don't think the imitation game is I think it's a great movie, but I think not much on the movie. Anyway. Alright. So best documentary feature.
2: And this is one you and I know never know anything about. The last days in Vietnam. That is a good solid choice, Ed. I'm to say I think it's a guilt uh, a guilt one. White guilt. Yes.
1: Uh, I always anything that has to do with, you know, any kind of war or slavery, it's always a good solid pick. I don't know what this one is, but this was I picked Citizen Four. It sounds very like old timey yeah yeah i, I it, it feels like it's one of those period, like not period pieces but one of those like oh citizens for four people who've crossed the world together during
2: the holocaust who wandered into vietnam and got away with you know yeah yeah
0: best documentary short subject i picked white earth another <laughs> another guilt and another oh like a, you know yeah. what
2: holy
1: crap if that is what Shit, I didn't even think of that. (laughs) Because White Earth does sound like it's going to be a. Mm -hmm. I went with Crisis Hotline, Veterans Press One. Oh, oh, hey, everybody, let's feel bad about something. Yeah. But if White Earth winds up being a whole race thing? thing,
0: Yeah. Shit. Yeah.
1: God damn, that's a good one. Achievement in film editing. Damn, that's a good one. I picked Whiplash. Now, I picked boyhood, Boyhood. All right, because I figured that whole twelve years, you got to cut all yeah, that film. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Yeah. All right. See, that's see th-
0: these next these next few. Uh, always, always anybody's, always like, anybody's <laughs> guess. Such a toss up. We could be both wrong. You know? Yeah. It's like, really, Really? That one? You're like, why? Okay. Best foreign language film of the year. What'd you pick? I just went with Argentina with Wild Tales. I
1: summer. went with Poland for Ida. All right. Okay. I don't know why.
0: Just felt like Poland jumped out at me. Achievement in makeup and hairstyling.
1: Okay, what did you pick?
0: <laughs> I picked Foxcatcher because if they're gonna go with Steve Carell's nose, see, okay, they, that's the
1: reason why I didn't pick it because I went with Guardians of the Galaxy because I because
0: that was my that was my first like inkling. I wanted to like anything with Marvel. I wanted to check off. Yeah, you do
1: kind of, the but home they snub
0: from... they snub that stuff all the time. I don't know. It gets like technical achievement, like the 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 award show yeah, that they it did like two weeks ago. Shit, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But Yeah, but Foxcatcher basically does come down to a fake rubber nose. That's right. That's the problem. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a very, very, you know, real-looking fake nose, but that's what it is. I mean, yes, he created the character behind that nose. Yeah. But, I mean, Burgess Meredith has been doing it first, Like, you know, <laughs> back in Batman sixty six. I X. don't know. I think that's
0: going to be the one.
1: Oh, I've got to go with my Guardians of the Galaxy. All mm-hmm. right. Achievement and music written for motion pictures. Original score. It's original score. What did you go with?
0: Interstellar.
1: I did as well, eh?
2: Right. That's the only
1: one so far we've agreed with.
0: <laughs> Achievement in music written for motion pictures, or original song. The original song, all right. What did you pick? I picked Glory with <laughs> from Selma. Really? That's the only one I think they're going to win.
1: Oh, uh, see, I went with Everything is Awesome.
2: I <laughs> went with Lego Movie. I went with the Lego
1: Movie. My instincts. That are- my, I was, saying, that was the ink
0: <laughs> inkling. It was like... I'm like, nope, they're going to snub that.
1: Uh, you know what? I always seem to kind of vote with my heart and not my head. Yeah. Sometimes. A
0: lot of times I voted for my heart. This year, I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to – I'm playing, the, you're gonna I'm try playing to outs- the straight
1: cards. You're going to out- try to outsmart
0: the Oscars? That's right. And I went with everything is awesome. Achievement and production design.
1: Okay. Who did you go with? I went with Into the Woods.
0: You know That's a good choice. That wasn't my choice, but that was a good choice. I went with the Grand Budapest Hotel.
1: That You know, I got to be honest, that's also a good choice because of the whole Indian culture. Yes. But I went, you know what, Into the Woods has Meryl Streep, and she has to get at least one Oscar. Yeah. So why not give it to something that she, you know, production design? Because it's basically taking a stage play and making it into a movie. So.
3: Uh-huh.
1: All
0: right. The next one. This is, this is one of those ones you're like, no fucking clue. Best
1: animated short film. I went with me and my Multan. <laughs> I have no idea what it is, but it sounds very lonesome. Like
0: that's well, that's why I went with the single life.
2: I thought uh, that, you wouldn't it know two notes. That's two on the nose because I thought of that too, and I was like, hmm. nah. I got a
1: feeling that's that's, a, that's what you call one of those red herring titles. Like, oh, it's a single life. And it's a guy who's like alone, but he's always surrounded by people. I, I,
0: I think that's going to be so depressing that people you should do? vote for it. Yep.
3: Right.
1: Best live action short film. Okay. What did you go with? Butter Lamp. I did too. All right. Let two, me for guess. two Hold on. Let me guess because it was the um, the, the um, language in the parentheses. Yes, yes. Uh, Me too. That was the only reason why. <laughs> I was like, okay, I uh, Bookaloo and Graham. I'm going, okay, I'm, I kind of recognize Michael Lennox's name only because of Annie Lennox. Yeah. So I'm thinking there's probably no relationship there. Uh, Pravana... I, I don't know the phone call, Matt Kirby. I'm thinking, all right, well, Jack Kirby, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? But Butter Lamp at but the La Lempe Una Berida I'm like, that's huh. a, if if a, if an old white man can't pronounce it, they usually vote for it, right? <laughs> Achievement and sound editing. Okay, now sound editing is the. Uh, I would say that's where they make sounds out of nothing.
0: Well, this is this is how they the, sound. Editing is more of what I do after the show. Is the fact oh. this is that
1: you
2: oh. you
0: take a, you take a sound that's not as clear, or you know, or okay. you want a thing, and you you add to it, you and you enhance punch it, it up, right? You enhance yeah. it. Oh. That kind of thing. So that's uh, anybody's guess. That is a, that's a wide open field of these five choices. Okay, who'd you pick? Interstellar.
1: I did as well, Ed. <laughs> I felt like the whole space thing would yes. probably be real good. Yes. All right. Now, achievement and sound mixing. This one,
0: I, you and I, I think we're going to disagree on. I, I went hand in hand. I went with Interstellar again.
1: I did not. Okay. I went with Whiplash. I felt like with all the drumming and all that kind of stuff, you know, the bands. That's
0: that's a possibility. I didn't see Whiplash. Of course, I didn't see any of these movies. Neither did I. I mean, I, I I uh, saw
1: Birdman, and I was like, sound mixing. I saw American Sniper again. I didn't see Interstellar. I would like. I mean, okay, I got to be honest. I like to see unbroken walk away with at least one trophy uh, cuz my girl directed it. Angelina, yeah. but I am also willing to kind of go with she has got uh, a bit of a buzz. I was
0: saying I I think I, I I I would appreciate her winning something. Yeah. But so I, I know my girl won an Oscar what? But I don't think she's going to knock one out of the park yeah. in the first in the first uh year she's doing this. This I, I think I this is going to be a learning curve for her on this one. All right, all right. All right, che- achievement and visual effects.
1: Oh, uh, come on. Okay, this one
0: this, was this one was tough. I had to tough. be honest. The only one I don't think out of all of them would be in the top is Interstellar. I think that would be second-tier all these other movies.
1: Yeah, I mean, i got to be honest. Yeah, so a- what would you go with? I went with Guardians of the Galaxy. I went with my heart.
0: I went with, I think, the, the, with Andy Sergis and Dawn, Dawn of the Planet, Planet of the apes. apes.
1: Don't get me wrong. I would love to see that win visual effects, but here's the problem. If it wins visual effects, he'll never be numb. he'll never be looked at as a serious actor.
0: I don't know. I mean, I I I, I don't think so. But I mean, that's again, that's that's interpretation. But that one scene, I mean, when I saw the, on the in the commercial when he you know, the monkeys being goofy <laughs> and they change the shot, everybody that was be like <laughs> like my like yeah. mind blowing. I'm like 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 you I saw X Men: Age Future Past. Yeah, you know what? I'm a huge X Men fan. That would be my yeah. first inkling vote. But I don't think. Out of like the compare these movies, American uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. I don't think it was that like it's a standard movie. There wasn't too
1: many makeup jobs that would really give you that. Well, not too many visual effects that kind of really popped out for you. Like
0: the the arm for for uh, Winter Soldier was the only thing. Yeah, I mean that was really? cool, but that was like
1: prosthetic. Class. Right, they wrapped him up in. I mean, there was some nice stuff, but
0: Guardians of the Galaxy again. That is that is going to be a tough. That's choice. That's a tough choice because they I... created fucking worlds That's that are believable. Horrible, right. So that's you know type of thing, but I think because of that monkey face,
1: that monkey, because right. that stupid little monkey, that's right.
2: He's I a think little that's monkey. A... All right, all
1: right. I went with, like I said, I went with Guardians of Galaxy. All right, adapted screenplay. Now keep this in mind: adapted screenplay is usually a screenplay that was adapted from an original source, like a book or a script. Or so, a American or...
0: Sniper, The Imitation Game, Inherent Vice, The Theory of Everything, and Whiplash are the five selections. What did you pick as
1: your selection? I went with The Im- Imitation Game. There's another agreement. I yeah mean, the oh, well. all right i, I mean i I, like I said american sniper i'll be surprised if american sniper actually wins I, I to me it's one of those like white guilt things like i don't know all right so what else you got
0: original screenplay finally Last original one. screenplay. There all right there we go
1: birdman boyhood fox catcher grand Budapest best hotel and nightcrawler what did you pick ed
0: I think Fire, I think Foxcatcher is going to be the winner. You think? So yes.
1: So I got to be honest, I thought Foxcatcher was written based on a book. That's like, what I thought too. Yeah, because it's supposed to be based, I, I could have sworn it was, or maybe someone read the book and created an original screenplay based on that book. Should, anyway, I find that a little bit of a of a, yeah. of a, of a, of a, like a bent in rules. Right. I went with Birdman or the, uh, the other title is The Unexpected Virtue of in- Ignorance. Yes. I think it was it was kind of original. I think the whole thing, for me personally, like, Getting Michael Keaton to play a guy who played a, who was a movie star twenty years ago by playing a superhero is kind of very like like meta, and then yeah. to, and then to have Ed Norton play kind of like his his like foil. The,
0: the, the problem I have with that is the fact is that I've seriously, this is not being funny. I no, no, okay. it, I don't think the Academy's too bright. No, no, I, because, look, I, because a lot of the movies that they pick that we 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 like a lot of them I don't see. I'll take a year or two or five years to see them eventually. Because I, well, I, I do want to see some of these movies. It's, it's like, yeah, that's fascinating, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right. But I just don't feel like when I see them, like, yeah, that was worth an Academy nomination.
1: I, I completely agree. Like, I like, I think The Intimidation Game is probably the best movie that was out there. And I also loved Birdman. If I think I had to pick t- between the two of them, I think Imitation Game is a better movie. Because at the very end, it did kind of make you go, oh, fuck. Because it actually happened. Birdman's a fantasy tale written through the eyes of somebody else. The Imitation Game is is a story based on somewhat factual. Mm-hmm. People go, "Well, so did American Sniper." Yeah, but in in today's world, I don't think that those war movies get as much kind of pat on the back through the Oscars as they used to.
0: Well, and I also see I also not, see a lot of movies like once they get the pat on the back, that's it; they're done. Like you can't right. you can't create another like lightning in the bottle segment situation. Hurt locker got a lot of nods that it didn't year. win a lot of Oscars. I don't think. It didn't? I thought it did.
1: Maybe. I don't know. I, gotta be I honest. thought it won Best Picture. Oh, you know what? You're right, it did. I'm sorry.
0: So like once it once that did that, like all the other war movies, you're like, yeah, you're screwed. Like, you know, like good luck. Yeah. And, like unless you have a, a a compelling story of a person that you're going to like cry over
2: Feel his pain
0: or or feel his joy or whatever, you know, feel his experiences, that you're going to make this experience so
1: beyond that. And I didn't think, like, something like that. And I didn't think Hurt Locker was that. I didn't see, I saw it too, and I was like, I didn't think that was a great of a deal. I did feel like it was one of those, like, the Academy patting itself on the back, or uh, patting someone on the back because America, fuck yeah. Yeah. And I think that American Sniper can be that kind of America, fuck yeah, kind of thing. But nobody's in the America fuck yeah mood, right? You know, everyone's like, oh well, it's an awesome move. Maybe it will become a-. like, no, it didn't. It's not getting. It's actually starting now. It's starting that to- the tide's turning as far as how much is factual, how much is you know you know truthful. That it's like it's kind of getting a little. And that fucking scene where they take. It basically, I know you haven't seen the movie, that there's a scene I was talking about with the, 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 the doll mm-hmm. where he has to play off that the doll that he's holding in his arms is a real baby because the real baby was sick that day. So instead of changing the schedule to get a, another baby or at least wait, they went with, here's a rubber baby, make it work. And you actually see him holding a rubber doll. And then having his fingers like his hand, the baby's hands kind of in a curled position. So he puts his finger in like the like the hand and start like moving up and down to try to give it some some sort of action. And I'm just going, wow! Like that that moment pulled me out of the movie Mm. because I'm going, it's supposed to be like a it's like the first time he's seen this kid, blah blah blah. And I'm like, that's a fucking rubber doll. Like to me, I don't think like I don't think like if I'm watching if I'm being a judge of a movie, I'm gonna go. Pulled me out of the pulled me out of the story. I can't. I can't vote for that. That's insane.
0: And and a story like that, like like granted, I mean, it's 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 a sad and compelling story. And I'm not going to really knock it too much. But the thing is, is that when you have a scene like that and they put a, a rubber doll in, as you're saying, then that should not have gotten an Oscar nomination at all. I expect picture. I, I because it's like, why, why did it get it? Like, like what, what, what compelled it to get, because it's a story. Because it's they, a story about and a And Plus guy. the fact now that it's made like a hover, like millions or hundreds right. of millions of dollars that they think that like, it's worthwhile. But it's like, yeah, you know what? Fucking, you know, uh, 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 Winter Soldier made a you know thing. Guardians of the Galaxy made a ton of
1: money. A lot of people are, they're not in Best Picture. A lot of people are going. Why was not Guardians of the Galaxy nominated for Best Picture? I mean, I mean, okay, if, if you were going to go financially, obviously it would be the biggest hit of, of, the, of the of the all all those five movies. But they're also kind of like it 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 creates what it's that movie is why you go to the movies. Yeah, you forget yourself for two hours. You enjoy a whole new world that you'll never see mm-hmm. with characters that are. are And charming and endearing but you got these old fucks in hollywood that sit there going it's a talking tree and a talking raccoon we don't know what the fuck's going on and chances are they according to your list that article most of them didn't see it anyway yeah you know if they didn't see the imitation game which i think dollar for dollar is probably one of the most more important movies of the year than american sniper because it has to deal with fucking world war ii but because of how society thought back then Mm-hmm. Yeah, but all right well we will we will find out next week who picked the most winners that's right all right no real except one of us going na 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 boo boo stick your head in doo doo <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh I'm looking forward to that
1: so no. in the meantime uh, thanks for listening. You're listening to Geeksters live on Radio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. Don't forget to go listen to us live on Sunday nights from six to about nine thirty ish on those fine programs. <laughs> and go to Facebook, Geeksters Radio, check the like button, you know, and follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters or Instagram
0: at, at Geeksters Radio. But if you want to contact Sean on anything we talked about, just want to talk to Sean, you can contact
1: Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. If you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com.
0: And since Erica wasn't here, you can still talk to her at erica at wordswithgeeks.com, and that's Erica with a K.
1: And we will see you next week, folks. Bye. And we're back, folks. Welcome back. (laughs) Ed's talking through a filter now. (laughs) Ed's going to shove one of these mic screens up my ass to kind of filter. (laughs) I'm gonna buy me those charcoal uh, short, <laughs> jockey shorts. Yes. So, like, when you farted, it just <laughs> has that filter. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, oh, it smells like mint julep. <laughs> I wish it did. <laughs> it smells like Christmas.
0: Sounds <laughs> like a shit farm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> smells like man manure christ (laughs) did a couch in here
2: (laughs) all right right. so
1: anyway that was um part two that was part two we hope you enjoyed it and we hope that you uh play along with us in the oscar game like you know hope that you sit there and got a pool going or you want to judge to see who's going to have bragging rights next week going oh my god sean won or oh my god ed won um erica would have been playing too if she was there yeah uh but uh yeah so kind of wraps it up kids uh not much more to say except, yeah. you know, thanks for listening. And if you want to catch us live, you can do so on Sunday nights from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, or iHeartRadio.
0: Just for Aquanet Radio on those apps.
1: And in the meantime, um, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and like us. Or follow us on
0: Twitter at, at Geeksters or Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio.
1: And don't forget to tell your friend to click on the About button in our Facebook page to see where you can download. The, so we, where they can. Wow. <laughs> I'm a little, a little woozy for, that,
2: for the gas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but make sure you go to, to go to Facebook and go to the About section to find all the great places you can find our show. But you can also find it on wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes. Just search for Geeksters there.
2: That's
1: right. In the meantime, if you want to contact Ed on anything we've talked about or have some sort of an idea of maybe something you would like our opinion on, Contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's Erica with a K. And we'll see you next week, folks.
2: That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. It. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey,
3: boo. Boo.